The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. And starting it forward from the University of Texas at 6 foot 11, 220 pounds. Never mind. (laughs) What a kick in the dick that was. Morning, everybody. It is the Morning Sickness. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo. Oh, the the city was a buzz yesterday. Kevin Durant Day was upon us. It was the biggest bait and switch in the history of everything. <laughs> I got to that H and H Ranch apartment at f- about five. I left my house a little. I guess it was around four thirty, and I got down. It took me thirty five minutes to go ten minutes. Crazy. The restaurants packed. Kevin Durant Suns jerseys everywhere. People who weren't going to the it was like a it was like a the finals were in town. You couldn't get a seat in a restaurant down there. You couldn't do anything. Everybody was there. It was the place to be, the place to be seen. Uh, everybody lost their minds, and then the pictures started going around. Everybody's phones. I was with Matt Komen and uh, Joel from uh, Stand Up Live. They're the guys who own that place, and I was hanging with them. And uh, first one who got the thing. Matt gets a picture and goes, look, this guy's trying to say Kevin Durant's not playing tonight. And we're like, yeah, whatever. And then my buddy Brian Rendell goes, Durant's out. I'm like, is this real? And then they send me the picture of him rolling his ankle. I'm like, oh, no. And uh, Suns announcer Kevin Ray, who I leaned on for actual news, I said, Kevin, is it true? Because you're down there watching. And he goes, what a, and he said the phrase I just said, what a kick in the dick. <laughs> like, yeah, this is a <laughs> kick in the dick. Everybody's going to lose their minds. The crowd... Kind of looks like all their faces look like, uh, you know, right before somebody takes a picture, like if you were to take a picture at prom and then right before they snap the picture, the girl you took to prom goes, I'm pregnant. And then your face has that smile, but your eyes are dead inside. <laughs> That's what everybody looked at last night. Well, the sun's one, but you have dead eyes. I, what just happened? Some people uh, spent $4,500 a seat in my section. Jeez. Man. Two people. That's dumb. Down the seat. I totally agree with that. I, I don't care even if you played or That's not. Just... Uh, two people down the aisle from us. I, I, I Two-minute two conversation with the guy sitting next to me. Flew in to watch this. From Seattle. They've been fans of Kevin Durant since he was up in Seattle, which was right before they moved to Oklahoma City. Insane. So this was a... Uh, 
People wanted their money back. I'm not sure if that's a thing. I want my money back. I'm like, no. You go to basketball games and you take a chance. Not everybody's going to play, but this was a big one. And all he did was roll his ankle in warm-ups. And then he started dunking. Like, if he rolled it, he sat there, they looked at it, he finished his warm-ups, and then he just dunked like three times and then left the building. It was the, it's weird. So the whole crowd last night was, uh, they didn't care the Suns kicked the crap out of Oklahoma City. And on Women's Empowerment Night, too, Brady, eh? unbelievable that we all went there to empower women. Can they put uh, Griner in? Yeah, did they roll her out there? What I was saying, I mean, you've got a league. It's Women's Empowerment Night. For Women's Empowerment Night, put a, put a couple of chanchas out on the field. Let's get a couple of hoochies out there. What are we What are we doing? How are we empowering women by not allowing them to play the game? At least halftime. I talked to uh, Vince Murata, the in-house uh, voice of the Suns, the PA guy, before. And he's he and I have talked uh, several times about, you know, he can't say anything bad. and he, But I don't think he's too annoyed by it. I won't speak for him. But every single night at the Suns game is a thing. It's gay night. It's uh, yeah, Chinese a, New Year. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, Women's Empowerment Night. It's uh, African American. It's the Native American. It's uh, people from Sweden. That was a great night for me. I remember that. Me and 10 other guys stood up and just waved. Like, this is a Nordic, <laughs> it's a Nordic night at the Suns game. You don't see a lot of Nordic stuff at the NBA. So, But, but uh, Women's Empowerment Night confused me because they have a league. And it's Women's Empowerment Night. And nobody did an ounce of research for anything to the point uh, of playing the song Respect twice. Now, I know everybody thinks that song is Aretha Franklin's anthem for female respect. Written by a guy... About a wife, giving him a little more than what she's given. Now, that's what respect is actually about. Now, when Aretha sings it, it's like, ooh. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Man, Aretha wants some respect. Find out what it means to me. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Take care. T-C-B. Taking care of business. Baby, blow me. That's what that song is. And they played it twice and they danced to it twice. And I laughed both times. Welcome to Women's Empowerment Night. Listen, there's a man talking, toots. <laughs> I, 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 t- I text back and forth with Vince all night, and I'm like, Women's Empowerment Night, they should have a girl doing the in-house announcing. And I said, but since they don't, let's joke around about what you should be saying. <laughs> Suns fans, listen, ladies, listen. And I said, that you should do that every time. That's a made basket, ladies. That's what those <laughs> look like. But he said he wanted to start every single announcement with the word listen or man talking. <laughs> Which I would have loved. Maybe KD was trying to celebrate Women's Day just, you know, by going down. I mean, it's girls down in, in, in WNBA is a thing. He did his best impression right. of the WNBA for Women's Empowerment Night by making the game disappointing and hitting the ground. There you go. That's, you know what, Brett? That's a good positive spin on this. What a guy. What a guy Kevin Durant is to the ladies. Women's like, em- I'm not doing it during the game. I'll swap <laughs> right. warm-ups. Women's Empowerment Night in the NBA was a wild disappointment. Uh, and didn't live up to expectations. Just like the WNBA, it is empowering to know that the men can be as, as disappointing as the women. Excellent work. He brought the level of the, the game down uh, significantly by not playing it. And SGA didn't play for Oklahoma City, which the NBA has a huge problem with that. They played two nights ago in Golden State and then rested all their stars. This kid is 23 31 points a night. He's magic on Both the court. Both things you wanted to see. Everything I wanted to see about an hour and a half before the game. Oklahoma City says, eh, ran an awful lot last night beating Golden State, so we're just going to concede this one. None of our stars are playing. 
you guys can blast us out of the building. And then Kevin Durant goes down. And it's like, well, now we're just watching G League. It was the Terrence Ross show last night. Well, who? Yeah, Sun's recent acquisition, Terrence Ross, had 24 points. They didn't want to take any chances on that ankle. No. Well, no, you don't do that. I thought when I saw the picture, they're I thought... rolling the game. It's, it's a six-weeker. If you look at the picture, it looks like a high ankle sprain. Evidently, he's going to be all right because the video surfaced to him dunking and playing and goofing after. So I think they just took a lot of precaution, which is smart. He is the, you know, he's the Ferrari from Ferris Bueller. You just don't take him out of the garage unless he's absolutely been polished up and ready to go. And, or what happens? A couple of dudes misuse him, and the next thing you know, he's fired out a window into a Chicago. I don't know exactly what I'm talking about, but you know Kevin Durant is fragile. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it was disappointing, but it was pretty funny. But Women's Empowerment Night and Respect was the takeaway I had. Even if Kevin Durant was playing, I just remember, I just gave an elbow to my friend Colin. I'm like, they're playing Respect. And he goes, I hear it. <laughs> we were both sitting there like, really? Women's Empowerment Night? And nobody cared, by the way. Women especially did not care that they were being empowered. There wasn't a moment where Vince actually said, ladies, please stand up and acknowledge your vaginas. It's Women's Empowerment Night. They didn't have a moment for the ladies. They just played Respect twice. The twinks and the and the kind of slutty dancers danced for it, which was even better. Is that there were a lot of hip grinding and vaginal thrusting moves to respect on the court for Women's Empowerment Night. Look at my ass. Look at my cans and empower me. That picture you sent us last night, and then that. and then then a listener uh, a listener caught it too. The big giant cans that stood behind Monty Williams. <laughs> there was a lady in the second row behind the Suns bench, covered in tattoos. Whoever you are, ma'am. Your boobs were out, in a, and they are huge. They might be the biggest boobs I've ever seen. And then so we found her with our eyeballs because it wasn't oh, hard. Did you? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, she she made the rounds on the Internet with that, whatever she's wearing. And it looks like somebody poured uh, ink alphabets all over her. There's just letters all over her body. How'd she get second row? I think she just, I think gravity just pulled her closer to okay. the floor. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think she, as time goes on, she's everything's just going to get lower and lower on her. So right now it's just her seats. But you soon, know somebody down there. You've got to have a friend. Maybe Doug Hopkins knows her and uh, handed her her, her. her boobs are so big they need a seat of their own. And I'm not talking about like, wow, look at those. I'm. It's amazing. Look at those she two normal. Four K for those seats. Look at the two normal sized girls behind her. Displaying who wore it better. Yeah, because the, the other girl's uh, got an orange tank top yeah. too, and. One of them looks human, and the other looks like it could feed the entire arena. <laughs> and Monty's just like, Ugh, Monty's like, don't turn around and look at the fat, blonde, white woman. I mean, I love a fat ass, but... <laughs> it is amazing. Yeah. And Monty and I share something in common that we uh, both had our eyes redone, so I know he saw her. <laughs> You're popping. Yeah, we, we both got lens replacement surgery. I know how his eyes work now. He saw that, peripherally and otherwise. You couldn't miss it. And Kevin Durant might have tripped over one of the, the cans and uh, rolled it. But anyway, well, she was empowered last night, Brett. I remember, you know. Playing that ink. Oh, when I first got there and I saw a lady in line and I'm like, man, I'm going to make it so we're even tonight. Um, get out of my way. I'm next. No firsts. <laughs> what? You're empowered. You're just like a man tonight. You've been empowered. I'm not going to open doors for you or anything else. You've been empowered. I don't know what you do on Women's Empowerment Night. Do you open doors still? I'm not. Women's Empowerment Night? I'm not going to go, you ladies first. I'm not doing that anymore. That's Women's Empowerment Night. I don't know if I would uh, catch that. Maybe I will if if it's Empowerment Night. 
Well, if they're making a big of, deal out of it, I'm like, oh, yeah. it's Women's Empowerment Night, so open the f- door yourself. <laughs> Be empowered, lady. Now, this guy says, Holmberg's dream came true. You predicted this tragedy. Uh, the time of the Holmberg curse is upon us. Holmberg has cursed the entire city. Holmberg curse, Holmberg curse, Holmberg curse. Ah! Josh Martin. No. My dream was in Charlotte. And it was three times, and it was on a blue floor. Kevin Durant just rolled his... He did crumble like a bag of bricks, but it's, it's, you know what? Whatever. But if you were at the game last night, you'd have been just like me. I don't even know if anybody paid attention. The Suns just blasted him from the beginning, and then everybody just kind of wandered out in a haze. Like, I, I spent two grand for these seats, eh? I wanted to be there for the Kevin Durant's first game. Well, you're not going to be. And I'm venturing to guess that you won't be seeing him Saturday or either. I think Saturday's the next Friday or Saturday they play the Kings. I don't think he's going to play that either. Just in case. You don't want him to go out there on a tender ankle. And anybody who's rolled an ankle in basketball knows it's about five days just on a roll. If you actually sprained it, it's two weeks. If it's a high sprain, it's five weeks. So I wouldn't be surprised if they're like, we're just going to shelf him until the last week of the season. And you think? Break glass in case of emergency. Yeah. If you can... They'll, they'll have a playoff spot. But you just, you know, make sure he's all right. It's, it's more important to make sure he's all right than it is. Uh, and meanwhile, Mikkel Bridges is scoring 30 points a game now, so you're just looking over going, uh-oh. And that guy hasn't missed a game his entire career. He's an Iron Man. So the naysayers will start screaming. But at least we empowered the ladies. I don't know what the next night's going to be, the next theme. It's like, I'm sure there's autist, autism awareness night. And I... I Maybe they'll bring out Caleb one of these days. Yeah, or yeah. Bird Shriner's bone, night. Bird, yeah. Shriner's night. Or at least, yeah, everybody's awesome. Little kids walking around with bird bones. And... First 10,000 get a blanket, an adorable blanket. <laughs> oh, man. They should have done that back in December when it was cold. <laughs> they should be doing that every year. Yes. I think so, too. And we should empower them and have like a healer on the court at halftime and try to get them out of those Benny chairs. Yeah, Benny there. hit them and hit them in the head. Oh, that would shatter Caleb's skull. Anyway, what are you going to do? So I was. Uh, I wasn't as empowered last night as the ladies were, but I think we were all a little disappointed. I wanted to ask somebody, do you feel empowered? I just hate, I hate those politically correct woke nights that the sons can say, we did this for the ladies. And then they didn't like do a thing. Like, like I don't understand what it was. You can't go to a game without somebody preaching something at you. And that's why I watch sports. So I don't get preached to, you know? It's like the old days of my, my friend Brian and I were talking. He's like, remember uh, when, you, you know, like it wasn't that long ago when you had favorite players and you didn't know what they did with their spare time. Like you never saw Mike Schmidt of the Phillies at a strip club with his shirt off, singing a song and waving a gun in somebody's face. It just didn't happen. <laughs> and if it did, it was buried because the guys were smart enough at the very least not to record themselves doing stupid stuff. And now that's all they do. I mean, how dumb can you be? I never. I don't remember when Nolan Ryan put the shotgun in that guy's mouth and then said, "Film this." No, you don't remember that because it didn't happen. And if it did, it was they didn't make it public. Mickey Mantle was legendary for getting bombed at bars, and then uh, Whitey Ford, uh, Billy Martin, Roger Maris, a bunch of guys would go pull him out. Like the oh yeah. Could you imagine sitting in a bar and going, "Oh my God, there's Madison Bumgarner of the Diamondbacks," and then three. Like, Luis Gonzalez, Mark Grace, and Randy uh, Johnson come in and tug his drunk ass out of there, and you never hear about it again. It, now, 
Everybody'd film it. It would be oh, yeah. front page. It would be on first take. ESPN would eat it alive all day. Do we care that much? It used to go on all the time in the 60s with drunken high baseball players who won World Series. Like, they, we act like it can't be done if they act like idiots. They're all idiots. They still pull them out every once in a while, yeah. but it's usually in the hotel and they can contain it. <laughs> right, unless you're There's Steve a couple Kime. players that just go too deep. <laughs> Steve Kime occasionally goes a little yeah. deep and then starts blaming other employees. So it's kind of a thing where we do have that. But we didn't. you never see Kyler Murray, you know, well, he's not, somebody would. Never. If they served, he had. He let's say he served. You're too much, right. Too much milk. He had yeah. too much milk, and his tummy hurt. Shirley Temple and J.J. Watt and DeAndre Hopkins and James Conner didn't go wandering in and pull him out of the bar and go. Nobody saw anything tonight. It was a legendary story. You had my friend used to work at the sports bar at the, the Point, and Dexter Manley of the Washington Redskins, who it turned out later we had to know about his coke problem because he was going to kill everyone. Uh, but he he had a little drug problem, and it, you know it would manifest itself publicly every once in a while and my friend mark put a water glass down in front of him and he said i didn't ask for this and he's like oh we give everybody water well i didn't want any he's like oh and mark said the fire in this man's eyes for whatever reason we handed him water he said i walked around the partition and the next thing i do i feel this shadow standing up over the glass partition and both hands just pounding on the glass screaming top of his lungs a couple people came in mr manley follow me Never in the news, never anything. Mark thought he was going to get killed by Dexter Manley, <laughs> who was a giant man. If you remember Tecmo Bowl, that was the dude to have. Dexter Manley was a 99 on Beast. that. He just flew all over the place. But yeah, so now we know about everything. It's a little too much. And we empower women, and we have lesbian, trans, gay, fuzzy night, and everybody's got a night. You've all, and I have not been to Italian night yet, so they are discriminating against the basics. So I don't go anymore. <laughs> it's a racist organization. It is. But, you know, they do have something the Italians love, which is a sports book. FanDuel has a sports book in the building now. So it's I'm every sure night. Of course, Italians they, are, uh, yeah, they, yeah it, Italian night is well represented. They're just like, yeah, hey, we don't need any best, you know, no announcement. No, not this. necessary. What are you doing, ratting this out over here? we got a sports book <laughs> with trying to keep a nice, peaceful, op- I run a good operation. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it, was a, it was a strange night in uh, downtown Phoenix last night. I, once the news of KD did it. Did anybody care about the game anymore? Or no. was everybody just like, nah, whatever, we're we all, just here well, now? The buzz going in was, this isn't real. Everybody thought it was just people, you know, dicking around on the internet. And then it became very real. And, you know, you're like, oh, no. Well, do we, and then you're like, do we still go? Of course you still want to go. It was just such a, a spectacle to think this is the first of the first. And then, I don't know. It would be, it's the same as if, like, they're like, hey, tonight Metallica is going to be downtown and then as you're going in they're like with lead singer scott stapp like what the hell is this why where's james ah, he doesn't feel it he's not feeling it. i'm not why am i watching but it still might be the songs are still good but i don't want to see scott stapp i came for a specific reason and it's women's empowerment night at the metallica show so they're going to do respect and and then the women are going to go up there and shake their ass and Flash their that's that's for women. As long as it ain't that one, <laughs> she didn't have an option. And I think that shirt that that lady was wearing is a double XL. I think that's one of Brady's tank tops, and <laughs> she's crushing it. Those I want it back. Massive can. Did you post that on our on our? No, you I should. can't. I, well, we should blur her face out. Nobody right. will recognize her otherwise. Oh yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> Arizona's biggest uh, are going to be on our Facebook. Yeah, she had some cans on her. And yeah, it was bad. But that was the takeaway. So happy Women's Empowerment Night. Happy uh, 
Respect by Aretha Franklin. Look it up, ladies. If you think that song's for you, you're wrong. Who did that originally? Was that a... a I, was it Otis Day? Was it did Otis Day? It? Yeah. I, Angry Otis, Otis Day. Day. Not Otis Day. No, Otis, be, uh, Otis Redding. 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 Otis Redding? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't Otis know Day was, was from Animal House. Yeah, Otis Day. He did not do it. But he sang Shamalama Ding Dong. <laughs> yeah. Similar meaning. Yeah. To respect. I don't remember who wrote it, but it was a dude basically saying... When you're done cleaning the floor, get over here and blow me. And uh, it turned into a woman's anthem. And even still, if I'm running Women's Empowerment Night, all the songs are written and performed by women. I'm not going to run, you know, like you got Taylor Swift. Like you just play all of Taylor Swift songs. She writes them all, so that's fine. Play a few Taylor Swifts. Get me a, a Bonnie Raitt in there. You had to have a song written by a man for Women's Empowerment Night. And I loved every second of that. The subtleties of them not being able to find a song written by a woman to impress. Just, just, you know, here you go, little lady. Go sing this to your friends. It's empowering for you ladies. This song's about getting blown by your wife or girlfriend. That's exactly right. Now get out there and do your, do your job. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. But happy women's empowerment. Was it like it was Women's Empowerment Day or something too, wasn't it? Like yesterday. I didn't notice anything different at all. Like they didn't even give ladies the day off yesterday at work. Which would be empowering. You didn't go down to KDKB? No. No. <laughs> I don't think. Do they even identify as. Uh, do they <laughs> participate know. in human gender? I, I think they just go crazy with whatever they feel that day. Anyway, good luck to all of you. I hope you feel empowered. Now, today is back to normal Ladies' Day, which I like. I like a day where we're like, today you're empowered. Tomorrow you're a normal woman again. <laughs> you're back to a weak, normal lady. I'd be offended if somebody said it's John Empowerment Day. I'd be like, well, what are the other. What are the other 360 some days a year just normal john day but this is a day where we actually kind of celebrate you doing stuff oh tomorrow we're going to put you back in the you know back where you belong which is very weak and very low on the list here's your song it's respect it's about blowing all of you shut up just listen to it enjoy it somebody over there said that they did uh they they did celebrate the women last night properly yeah god that is true. The, Cole was right. I was there for this as well. He said they can. Uh, they celebrated and honored women's empowerment last night by having them prepare our food and drinks and concessions. Yeah, I didn't notice. <laughs> I didn't notice that there weren't any. That it was wasn't an all male crew. I had my drink delivered to me by Sherry at the Dosecki's bar. She wasn't being empowered. She had the same job as ever. They didn't give her a throne or like a. You know, I didn't tip her any extra than normal. I have. I empower my servers and the ladies who clean my home. I empower them regularly. I don't look at one day as different than the next. They're always empowered, so long as that mirror gets windexed. Pretty impressive, ladies. Pretty <laughs> impressive. Anyway, so dopey night last night. And Kevin Durant, get better, because this is the, it was the most, it was the strangest thing in the world. And that was all that happened last night. The whole city was just looking at each other like, well, that's a screwy thing. And I know there was a lot of people laughing hysterically at the hype and craziness, and then the 20 minutes before tip-off, absolute letdown. Crazy. I remember, uh, well, you know, it's the boxing does this all the time, too, where they'll have a card where the, the main event gets canceled while you're there. Last minute scratch. Yeah, well, they just, and you're like, what? And like, they just pull some guy out of the crowd to fight. And you're like, oh, man, I don't want to see this. It's, you know, it seemed cruddy. Fan, and your Italians last night weren't happy either. No. Because money went out yeah, the door. Nobody's betting on the game. I didn't bet. They had all the bets before. If you had Kevin Durant going over 30 points and this and that, and that just got voided. 
when he got scratched. What happens with that if if you Boys. if you had okay? It just goes away. I've had plenty. It's of, tough. I mean, football. You know, they wait game day decision, and yeah. you're already going to the games. But you know, you have of, eight home games because and, of gambling. They have to announce who's active and inactive two hours before the game, and they have to have a list all week. I'm just saying, you know? same thing. You're stuck with your tickets. It, like if you went there and you're oh no, you they void it yeah. if somebody gets hurt. If it's not during the game, if it's before the game, that that gets voided. Oh, you can get your yeah, you don't get it, it. Just they do it automatically. So like last night, I had if you had any bets on Kevin Durant, they all just got. Voided. Oh no, I'm talking about tickets. Oh, you're like screwed. What do you yeah. mean for? I uh, mean like you 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 spent all this money on these tickets to go see. Oh yeah, but you went to go see a football game. You didn't go see. You can't go. Oh, I'm only here for one guy. Uh, there's people. I mean, there they want to see the quarterback for sure, or the. But you're not you talking know. to anybody about that. Like you're not going to go. Well, I only came to see Tom Brady, and he's not playing today, so I'd like my money back. They're like, no, this doesn't say the Tom Brady show. This is you know the Buccaneers versus Cardinals. You came for a football game, and you're getting one. The so. first uh, Cardinals game I saw, I, I will admit, I I went to see Dan Marino. Yeah, nine ninety one. Did he play? He played. Yeah, that's pretty great. Oh no, yeah. I, you go and see to go to see people, but yeah. when they don't play, you're. But it would have been. It would have stunk if all of a sudden he's yeah. out. Well, there's no refund. There's, there's, is the point though? Right. There's no, I mean, you're just. It's not even being stuck. You bought that ticket to watch a football game. They still had one. The fact that you had a personal preference on what you were going to eyeball has nothing to do with the ticket at all. Yeah. But they did kind of sell the Kevin Durant thing. Anyway, I hope he's okay. Ice it up, man. Elevate rice. Rest. Ice. Compression, elevate, R-I-C-E. Anybody who's ever been injured knows that. Yeah, and then R-E-S-P-C-T for the ladies. And rice for the Asian ladies. <laughs> that sounds great. Let's have some of that. Uh, it's, uh, and, and they didn't do anything for the food that was different. They didn't have, like, ladies' food or, you know, I don't know what they eat. Like, that's different. Lady than fingers. Like, lady fingers or uh, tofu. Finger sandwiches. I don't know. Something that keeps gluten away or no bloat tonight. I guess that would have been nice. <laughs> They should have given away. Because when I went to Chinese New Year night, I, I didn't know it was Chinese New Year night. And they had a big Chinese celebration. I brought my friend Jim Wilson, who's Asian. Now, he's Korean. But nobody knows when they look. you got to assume. So, And they didn't even give him anything. Like, they were handing out Chinese. Oh, he did pick one up off the ground. But they didn't. Like, here you go. He should have been first to get anything. Just be an Asian, just in case. Nothing. And then I had that weird dragon. A bunch of Mexicans down on the court were running around with those uh, strange uh, Chinese New Year dragons. It was hilarious. And occasionally it would go up in the air and you'd see, like, Pablo and Juan just like, are we doing it right? See. <laughs> don't hey. show yourself. Hey. But, yeah, I don't know. Stop with the theme nights. Just play some basketball. That's all I care about. Well, uh, let's get a wake-up song. 585-9800. A good one. Oh, my ankle. Show's over. Show's over. <laughs> I have been in this room. Drunk. I have been in this room uh, high. a couple days after a surgery. You as well. Very high. <laughs> I have been in this room on painkillers. I have, and the show must go on. There's never, the, other than, and even COVID, we came to work every single day. Rolled ankle. Please. I've come here when the doctors told me not to talk for a week because, A, I think he was sick of listening, and B, I had something going on in my throat. I fired right through it. That's, that's why we're champions, boys. We don't let the small, we don't sweat the small stuff. Uh, give us a wake up song, 585-9800. A good one. And we'll try to make uh, Thursday less disappointing than last night. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this.
All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Thank you very much, Alliance. And a glorious beginning to the day. Yeah, people are uh, still, like, I'm getting every picture last night. Uh, all the all the emails I have, the subject is son's boobs. And it's that, <laughs> that lady that sat behind the bench. I mean, 30 of them. Somebody pointed out that Women's Empowerment Night thing. Oh, by the way, for Women's Empowerment Night, this is what they were, uh, this was... The most insulting part of it, not the respecting. I was reminded of this. Uh, we're sitting there watching. You know how the, they do the, the trampoline dunks with the Sun solo team, and then the gorilla comes out and does an yeah. awesome dunk, and they've had that for years, and they do this thing. They're like, all right, for Women's Empowerment Night, let's get – and they just pull a couple of guys, evidently not ringers or anything, out of the crowd, which is – I even said it. I'm like, this is an insurance liability the Suns would never take. Yeah. First off, you're not taking guys out of the crowd and saying, all right, you hit that trampoline, top speed, and dunk the ball. You've never done it before? Give it a try. So the first guy goes up, and he runs. He's just dope in like a flannel shirt. Hits the trampoline and just falls off of it. He's never seen how they worked in his life. Oh, my, what a dumb guy. Next guy goes running up. He gets a little air, but, oh, he dropped the ball, and then he just splats down on the mat. Oh, well, this is hard. Only professionals can do this. And then some lady gets out there, and she runs along and just skies and dunks it. And then I think Vince goes, see, ladies can do anything. It's like, oh, garbage. <laughs> they sound as planted. So they planted two dudes to act like they're I'm helpless. i for my money back and my tickets on that it one. It was, yeah. Although that was a moment where I'm like, all right, sons, enough. <laughs> give, me, uh, give me half back for that charade you just put out there. These two dolts had to pretend to be weak, wimpy, weird men that just, how do trampolines work? The first guy just ran into it. Oh, God, I didn't know it had a bouncy part. Is that how this works? And he's laying on the mat like dead bugging his way off the thing on his back. Next guy worked the trampoline better, but couldn't. I mean, he made it maybe a foot and a half past the thing. He's reaching for the basket. Oh, he got as high as any WNBA player uh, without a trampoline. He was like a foot and a half off the ground. <laughs> he tumbles into the mat. And this girl does a full, like, 15 feet in the air, soaring tomahawk dunk. And the crowd goes, yeah, ladies! And like, garbage. <laughs> Bulls. I wanted to start the chant, but it would have been rude. It, it, and doesn't anyone see that as, like, so insulting? Don't the ladies see Don't that? Don't they see it? But no, they were cheering. Yeah. Let's see those two fat guys. They fell for it. Ladies won't realize the sons would never have a insurance liability where they just take two fat dolts and put them on the court and make them run into a trampoline. You're, when we did, uh, they knew we were going to, they were paying us. Not like the olden days. Oh, no. The olden days, they'd let you out there until what? Somebody fell and sued <laughs> yeah. them and they're like, we can't do this anymore. But on the ice, the Coyotes used to let us out on the ice uh, for like, you know, in, intermission. And you'd go out and scream, hey, everybody, here's a T-shirts and crap. And nobody listened. And we nobody did our could chicken thing yeah. out on the ice. No, that was at the basketball, wasn't it? I think that was at basketball. I thought that was a hockey one. Or no, it was that was at uh, football. That was at arena football. That's what yeah, it was. Yeah, you yeah. stand out there. But on the ice, they didn't let you do much. And you, you had to stand in a little corner. 
and then just, you know, they give you a mic, and you got two minutes, you get off two minutes. If you're longer than two minutes, we get fined by the NHL $10,000. You're paying that fine. I'll go stand in your corner and do the thing, and they give you a mic, like, <laughs> nobody could hear you. Just this big booming noise, and then you're tossing T-shirts. That's all they cared about. But you weren't allowed to walk on the ice, and you found out why if you ever did. Because in shoes, and if you're not on it a lot, your knees just buckle out from under you like you're a deer trying to... Or like, you know, when you see a colt try to walk for the first time? That's how average Joe, who's not on ice a lot, looks. Once that rubber gets hard. They let me pretend to do a slap shot. And my, remember that? And that yeah. one video we were doing, I was like, dude, you can do a slap shot. But be, and that guy kept saying, be careful. And I lifted the stick back, and my shoes weren't built for this. One went out from under the other, and I, it's on video. I swear to God, I was maybe a millimeter from blowing my right knee out. It hurts so bad. And they're like, we told you, get off the ice. So for them to actually pretend they're say, hey, Brent and your fat friend, want to jump on the trampoline for a second in front of these people? Sure. They should have put that that uh, that big broad with the big boobs oh, out Oh, now there, that man. would have empowered some women. If that trampoline would have held her. It was such a yeah, – the trampoline would have <laughs> just, just jumped on it and been standing still. That, you'd have to back up backboard because when that thing shatters. Oh, you'd have a backup <laughs> ceiling. She'd have, with her weight distribution, that that trampoline would have shot her to the moon. She'd have been Apollo 13, gone around it and come back. <laughs> We'd have had to go rescue her out of the Atlantic. But yeah, it was that, that's embarrassing. If I was a woman, I, if I was a woman, I'd have gone, I'm going to talk to the Suns marketing team. What was that thing where you did the two dumb guys and then the girl? What was that? Well, we wanted to make women feel good, so we made men fake it. <laughs> like, that, that's just mean. <laughs> I just can't get this pickle jar open. Can you? Click. Oh, I loosened it. <laughs> That's nice, little lady. Go have a seat with your big cans. We need four more rubes to take yeah. the uh, four ladies on in a relay race. Right. Oh, that. They do all that stuff where they get guys like, you know, guys, lose the race. Okay, don't. It's like letting a kid win. We'll get you the free shirt afterwards. Don't worry. I learned that early in my life. I hated when because my dad wouldn't let me win. Ever for as long as I can remember, if my dad and I competed, he won, and he and he would always say, "You're not going to beat me. You can't, and I'm not going to teach you that you can." And it meant something when I turned 17 and finally got him at something, which was basketball, a game he didn't even like. I I, I worked as hard as I could to break his hand when we'd play catch, and he's like, all right, and I was a pitcher, and I would try as hard as I could to try to bust his thumb. I'd throw so hard. I'd, I'd hump that thing so hard just because I'm like, he's throwing it just as hard back to me. He treated me like an adult, and I appreciated it. If I was if I was on that trampoline last night, like, good for you. I'm like, you guys phoned it in on purpose to try to make me feel good, and that, that's worse. Again, I can't stand being patronized or placated like great job I'm like no you guys faked it and i know what happened here and i appreciate it but i get mad at react defense all the time because i know those guys can kick my ass and sometimes they'll hold back because they know a move i don't and they won't use it i'm like just, just hit me hit me as hard as you can to teach me the lesson but that women's empowerment thing see what the men couldn't do she bounced right on that trampoline well you don't Ooh. learn anything from a pat on the back and just uh, ever boy. ever absolutely true you gave it your all, and did you see the others? They couldn't do it either. It's like garbage. Everyone gets a trophy tonight. Yeah, I hate when I watch little kids, like when the dad's running, and they're like, oh, he's going to beat me, and the little kid's like, Bee! and he runs to the finish line. No. I don't even like when they do that for, you know, the mentally challenged kids and, and fake football plays in high school, and they let the one kid 
run for a touchdown, everybody pretends to tackle. I'm like, hit him. He wants to play football. He doesn't. He doesn't want to. Yeah, and it depends on the sport that you're. Uh, I mean, on all sports. I mean, you don't want to swing it to the other side where you're just dominating, where they don't even get a chance to learn anything. No, it. you play. Like him. if I if I hit my first serve or whatever every time sure. to a. You well, know, if you're you, trying to teach someone yeah, something, that's I mean, a instructional lesson. Type but if thing. you're in a if you're in a competition and you hold off and go, "Oh, he beat me," yeah. I'm, I'm more insulted by that than I would be just taking my beating. Like if I stood and said to you, Brady, "I will play you at tennis." Yeah, I don't want you to take it easy. Kick my ass because you're good at it, and I'm not. I don't want you going. Oh, I, I couldn't get to that one. Well, bull. And I know better. You wouldn't get in a boxing ring with me and go, "All right, let's go." Yeah, because I if it's boxing rules because I've done it for a long time doesn't mean you're not tough. It no, means you just don't know the sport as well as I do. I'll eventually get knocked out. But imagine if I'm like, that ooh, and I'm just throwing powder puff shots, ooh, and you're like, no, I really want to know what this is like. And you're like, oh, you're so good at it. You'd be mad because it's it's insulting. Trampoline dunks. It was pretty funny though. And this guy said, uh, March is International Women's Month. Why do they get an extra day in their own month? What do they get to double down for? a good point. You got a whole month. Yeah. There's not like Black Day in the middle of inter- uh, of uh, uh, you know Black History Month. February doesn't have end. Also, it's Black Day. Ladies are uh, grandstanding. We get it. You get a whole month. Now go empower yourselves. I'm hungry. <laughs> Speaking of empowerment, too much of it. Uh, I just saw this. The uh, they are allowing. This is a terrible idea. Um, Broomhead was the one I heard talking about this. Where they're, uh, they've started a hotline for parents to call when their kids are being taught something the parents don't like. And mainly, it's race stuff. The critical race yeah, theory. Mainly, yeah. it's like if they feel like there's race involved, the, you have just opened Pandora's box of racism and a f- disaster. I told you a few days ago, public school teachers, it's time to start thinking about quitting that terrible job that you call a passion. It's about to get worse. Now you have anonymous parent phone calls yelling at you, like trying to get you in trouble and you fired for, because you might have said something they didn't like. that You weren't you might not have been teaching critical race theory, but now they just have a hotline to bark at you without ever, like they've made the effort easier. The parents should not be empowered. The teachers should. They should be allowed to tell your kids that your kids are stupid if they're stupid. If they're abusing them and saying they're stupid when they're not, that's wrong. But your parents should go, hey, your kid's kind of a dummy. You better step it up at home. Without the parents being like, well, maybe it's your fault. The teacher, It's never the teacher's fault. Like Brett and I have talked about before. When Mr. Craig did dumb stuff, <laughs> my dad got mad that Mr. Craig called him. He got mad at me. And even when Mr. Craig was wrong, he was a dick. He was, oh, he was a big, what a dick, this teacher, I tell you what. Him and Zabrowski, the worst. Zabrowski got his because he ended up. <laughs> Yeah, he did. Tapping a ninth grader's boobs a few times, and then off you go. I don't think Craig had that. No, I think he was just. I think he just got off on being mean to kids. But he would call my parents and I'm like, "What'd you do?" I'm like, "Nothing." I'm like, "Well, I don't need this guy calling me. So whatever it is, knock it off." I'm like, "So I just got real quiet in Mr. Craig's class." I'm like, "This guy will call for anything. He hates me." I think it's uh, also gotten to a point where the parents uh, call so much that it all. It can hurt your kid in the classroom. Of course like, it can. Oh, this is because your kid never does anything wrong. If a teacher calls your house about your kid, your kid's being a dick. You may not agree with the teacher, but don't give this open forum to parents to call a hotline to bitch about a teacher. That's all that's going to happen, especially when it's about race. 
They were hoping oh. it would just be this This thing would placate everything. Oh, oh hotline. We'll put a hotline we'll up the, there. We'll and listen then, to the complaints. But then it's going to be, you know, a group of people call. You saw what happened so quick to our own DZ out yeah. there in Gilbert. You know, people went nuts. There was just a complaint. They called the news. Parents can file complaints about materials being taught in Arizona classrooms that promote gender ideology, social emotional learning, and inappropriate sexual contact or conduct. Well, well, if that's going on, that's more than a complaint line, isn't it? If there's inappropriate sexual conduct, you don't call a hotline and go, "Hey, I don't like that uh, inappropriate sexual conduct." Is you, you go down there and you confront them, and say, "Hey, ass. yeah, you, I think you're you're doing some inappropriate sexual conduct with kids." And you bring a cop. You don't call a hotline. Maybe necessary. There's this fifth grade teacher, uh, Stephanie Santabria. She teaches fifth grade math. Um, in Connecticut, and she choked a few kids out. Well, see, showing now, them martial art moves. Okay, a choke great. Move. One went a little heavy. The kid fainted. Yeah, and 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 you bring a police officer. You don't call a hotline when your kids are being choked to death in and the they, classroom. She yeah. resigned. But. Right. Well, <laughs> gave, they gave her the opportunity to resign. That's yeah. you have a choice here. You either stop choking the kids or you quit. Well, I quit. All right, fine. We'll let you go. Man, those Connecticut schools, between the lunch lady banging the... Eight... <laughs> that's right. Okay, well, that one, yeah. Ah, no, see, that's not... I nailed the lunch lady. <laughs> yeah, I take the lunch lady. <laughs> Whatever accident that lady was in Oof. was devastating to her features. But yeah, you can't choke kids out. You can't have inappropriate sexual conduct. If those things are happening in a classroom, you call the police and you have the person arrested. By the way, not just in a classroom. If Brady starts to exhibit inappropriate sexual conduct in here... He's going to jail for it. It's inappropriate sexual conduct. That's illegal. It isn't a complaint in curriculum. But it's that's not the that's not what the calls are going to be about. You mentioned that one of the kids in classes of the day. When does this end? I want your job. I quit. Public school teachers quit. Janitors make more than you. Just, you know, suck it up, get a job, fill the money side until you find something better. You don't need this. You, you want to? You want people to appreciate how much you're needed? Stop showing up. Then the parents will be like, "Where'd the teachers go?" Remember when we had COVID and everybody uh, announced out loud, like in the first week, "I can't have my kid at home all day." Well, well you're going to be home all day. Yeah, but I don't want to see him all day. Yeah. He's horrible. What's going on? It's like, well, the teachers can't teach him. You have to have your kids now. Don't get me wrong. I love him, but I I don't want him here all the time. I mean. For 10 hours a day, he's gone. That's great. And then All you realize you're thinking that. Every you? parent. Do you remember how loud the parents oh, yeah. got? Like, not one of them was celebrating more time with their kids. Not one. What do you mean you got a half day? Oh, God damn it. Boy, my kid's home all day. Said no one yeah. ever. Every parent was like looking at another parent going, what are we going to do about this? We got to, we got to, we got to like pay the teachers extra. We got to cure this goddamn COVID. Like, that was the fastest route to curing COVID ever. The schools that still remained open up, not the public, but... No, private schools. The private yeah, they're like, our kids are too rich to get Come COVID. on in. Yeah, they were letting them in. Yeah, did Kirby ever have to... She stayed home for a little she bit, She did right? one semester yeah. uh, at... Uh, she went to a public school for one yeah, semester. Nobody and it was, forward to that. They just didn't have it. It was a wreck. Yeah, it was a wreck. And then yeah. you had to deal with it. Yeah. And then you realized how important teachers are. I don't think they should get paid more than they get paid. You knew the job's money when you took it. It's not a high-paying job, period. That's it. There's a ceiling. But if you want people to know how important you are, part quit of, immediately. Part of uh, going to school, I believe, is you, you might not agree with every teacher or like the teacher. Of course That's not. part of building characters, part of right. learning to uh, 
work right. with someone that you might not agree with. Now, on the flips, exactly. Yeah. Uh, if you have a teacher who's, you know, comes in dressed in a furry costume, but he's just teaching you math, you as a student, you know, and all this acceptance and nonsense that they keep preaching. Yeah. The fact of the matter is you have to learn how to deal with people you don't like agree with or like you don't like their lifestyle. I mean, we work in a building where uh, most of the building down the uh, the lifestyle is appalling. It's ridiculous what goes on down the hall. Uh, we have no idea what they're doing with their free time, but it isn't clean. But, you know, they seem okay, so long as they're not doing it to me. I can listen to somebody who says, you know, you should consider transgender lifestyle. And I don't consider it pushing it on me because I have developed my thoughts. Kids can't have that thrown at them, but they can be in a room with it, can't they? Yeah. Yeah, and unless it and gets yes, like there really may be crazy. something said uh, to be said about, um, you know, I, I can remember a couple of teachers on the po- political side of things growing up, a, a history teacher that was sure. really uh, a staunch Republican or a, another one a staunch yeah. Democrat. They used to just be able to say it. Yeah. Because parents were doing the teaching at home stronger than the teachers could influence your kids. But now that parents don't let the, the – my child is free to think whatever you want. You need to, like, start instilling some of the parent values so when a teacher says something, your fragile little angel doesn't absorb every word he hears and then wants to cut his dick off Tuesday because the teacher mentioned transgenders. I've had a couple gay teachers. I remember one of my teachers was clearly gay, but every time he said, well, this weekend my wife and I <laughs> – Stop it, class. Stop it. That's real. Anyway, Teresa and I went over to a... a, a, a who's Teresa? Oh, it's my wife. Stop that. I can mention my wife without you guys chuckling. I said my wife. And we'd all like go, yeah, that's good stuff. He's pretending to have a wife. That poor woman has a beard. Well, that's how I learned what a beard was. I learned in school what homosexuals used to do to fit into regular society, which is marry a sad, pathetic, fat woman who was willing to tolerate that her husband was gay just to have a husband. So anyway, we were at the opera. Who? My wife and I. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> You're all going to detention. Anyway, so I was in bed with my wife. <laughs> oh, you kids are, that's enough. Now, I've had gay teachers, and it taught me like, oh, okay. So what? Dave Churchman didn't talk too much about his... Uh personal life mm-hmm. uh but you knew and i mean he was a uh, very flamboyant dressed you know <laughs> he was gay and, yeah he's a super gay guy yeah <laughs> we had a couple of super gay teachers and that you didn't really care until that was like oh oh and when he said wife you'd look at the kid next like if brett and i were in a class together we'd have never made it we'd still be in high school oh, if yeah. i sat next to you we'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> mr olson's talking about his wife again <laughs> brett john quiet or you're getting sent to the back of the room <laughs> Yeah, of course, he wants to send us to the back. <laughs> I think you had the same thing, too. The other one that was a Vietnam veteran that was oh. teaching the class. And some of the best stories were, take us back into the crap, man. And he would, you'd try to, you'd be teaching history, and then he'd tell a story. And that's all we wanted to hear about. We had a shop substitute teacher that used slurs to describe the Vietnamese. Oh, where? At uh, Dobson. Oh, no, man. that was yeah, that was at Thompson. He uh, he was a substitute, and he was ancient. He wasn't the hearing aids one that we played with with fake uh, feedback that drove him bananas because Kurt Lack did the best fake feedback sound you'd ever heard, and the guy would just shake his head and pound his ears because <laughs> Kurt could make a whole room feel like there was feeding back, and it made his ears crazy. Uh, so uh, 
Yeah, he he was another one, and he was ninety, and he'd been to Vietnam, and I think he was in Korea, and he hated Asians, and he made it clear immediately. I think he said something to one of the kids that looked Asian that he had he had, there was a possibility he had killed some of his family. Oh, I think Jesus. That, so I honestly think that there was like a conversation, like a jokey one. Going, a few years ago, hey, you might have a few people that I've taken out. <laughs> USA, yes. And I, I, I would have transferred. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, you, you were a Gilbert <laughs> yeah. slaughtering animals. This guy was Sullivan, six four. Yeah. Had the airborne tattoo oh. on the forearm and proud of it. Yoked beard. The only thing missing in that classroom was a tripod with a rifle out oh, the window. Oh, just... I can't remember the teacher. I, I do remember the teacher's name, but I'm not going to say it. But Mr. Olson taught drama, and Mr. Olson was the one that's like, my wife and I. <laughs> but I loved Mel Olson. One of the, he just recently passed away. One of the greatest teachers I've ever had. But everybody at the school knew Mel might have had a little uh, femininity. Sure. That wasn't the most manly man in the world. And I remember the, I remember the teacher said to me, from Rhodes to Dobson, he said, let me see your schedule. Because they gave us our Dobson schedule. And I had Mr. Olson for drama. Because, yeah, I was going that direction. My dad thought I was gay for sure. Uh, but I had Olson for drama, and he goes, Olson, launch your back. And I remember that clearly, because te- he was a cool teacher, too. I'm like, really? Said, yeah. And I didn't know what that meant. And then I met him, and I'm like, that's what Mr. K was talking about. <laughs> I get it. Anyway, so I was canoodling with the wife, Ufta. And then I'm like, he seems all right. He was a super nice man. He would come to Tony Roma's with his wife. And he'd be like, this is my wife. I'm like, proof, evidence. Like, she's here. And she just looked like a deer in headlights. And just because I'm your teacher doesn't mean we can't be friends. I'm Mel while I'm here, and you're John. I'm not Mr. Olson anymore, and this is my wife. What was your name again? And I would giggle again. Like, ah, I didn't. Anyway, you got a woman at the table to talk to. It was fun. But, uh, yeah, so if you're, if you're going to have, if, if you're a public school teacher today, uh, I'd put in my two weeks. Uh, and then I wouldn't show up anymore. Until they begged me to come back. Your phone will ring when these people with kids start realizing that without public school teachers, their kids stay home. And that is the last thing parents want. The last thing parents want. You know, the only people fighting that four-day-a-week schooling are parents. Well, what are you going to do with them on that fifth day? Who's your kid? You love him and be with him? on a... No, seriously. No, like, what is your real plan here? What, like, is there, like, are they going to open the doors to the school? First question I saw on the news, I'm like, four-day school plan for a lot of Phoenix school districts. The parents standing behind podiums. Uh, you guys are going to open the doors on a Friday, though, right? They're still allowed to go and, like, be there. Nope. You got to figure it out. Well, I don't want to. That's what public schools are for. Like you guys babysit them for free for ten hours. A t- What's going on? What's going on, Hal? <laughs> nope. We're just going to work four days and we're going to take off. Quit, school teachers. It's over. Because all you're going to hear is, "Yeah, he talked about black people being special." I don't want my kid learning that. You know, you do the Harriet Tubman thing. That's not real history. Harriet Tubman was a. <laughs> That's all you're going to hear is racist stuff. Just And it's going to be your fault. So quit today. And on the way out, tell the kids to f*** themselves. They've got no future. Most of them are going <laughs> to die in a gunfight anyway. Going to Mexico for free surgery. How about that? Were we ever right about that yesterday? Turns out the rap sheet for those four people down in Mexico wasn't exactly the cleanest history in the world. At least the article I saw that they had kind of a... They're certainly not. Uh, they're still... 
you know, using it to uh, warn people from going to Mexico. Right. Because the spring, spring break season is on. They hit a beehive, whatever happened. And they're telling people don't do this, but especially because they know already, A, uh, they're going to try to kill all the American tourists with fentanyl by selling them the drugs. And half of your kids are going down there for drugs. Like, there's no, none of you, you, you may think your, your angel going to spring break is going for fun and maybe a little drinking. No, they're going to do Adderall laced with fentanyl and you're going to have a dead body coming back over the board and you're going to wonder what happened. You're going to blame the cartel and you should be blaming yourself for letting them go down there in the first place. Don't go to Mexico. But they, the, that whole thing we were talking about, those four people, that, was, that is more and more and more turning into a drug bust or a drug deal gone wildly south and a big one, too. That was just one of the errands. To stop by and get yep. the surgery done. Yep. Oh, that was just There's, the payoff at the yeah, end. That's what they that told was. everybody in the States. This is why we're going. You don't tell people we're going down there to do a massive uh, deal with the cartel. And No. Drive through Brownsville and then end up in some weird cartel town? No. Where were they From going? South Carolina. Where? What was the end destination? Where's this doctor? You can get to the doctor. Like, they set up on the border on purpose because they know we don't want to go too deep into that asshole. So where were they? So, anyway, yeah, that's getting real hairy, real fast, real fast. Good luck with that one, the spring breakers. Why can't you just do spring break at, like we said, Havasu? And it's a bunch of great places. My dad's biggest fear is that I'd come back from, like, a spring break with a tattoo or a pierced ear. Mine was that I'd come back at all. <laughs> yeah, 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 that was that fear. But never was it like, you know, all right, he's going to go down there and try Mexican Adderall and end up with fentanyl and my dad didn't worry about that because it wasn't a thing he was worried about and he probably would have been like you dumbass you took drugs you deserve to be half dead well he, the big thing you know coming from the midwest and that everyone would go to florida right we had daytona beach fort lauderdale uh that's fort still Myers, there and there's always three to five deaths yeah sure that happens yeah. falling off a balcony drunk the party yep nobody's sober the the, the boring people were sober Telling everybody to stop getting on that balcony. The ones that were trying to stop the dying. But that's spring break. The belly flop contest where someone breaks their spine and that's been a wheelchair forever and then is on Oprah going, you got to stop all of the problems at spring break. It's just you. You were you were the 1% that screwed up your spring break and, and you can't walk anymore. I remember when I did get my ear pierced, though. <laughs> remember when if you had your ear pierced in your right ear, you were gay? Yeah. Yeah. Like that was all it took. To start just slobbering on dudes. Was it, oops, I got the right ear. And my dad, I got my left ear pierced. And uh, he didn't see it for a few days. And then I had a dangling. Dangling cross? A cross. Yeah. So I, that's what, you know. Father Dale liked that. Kids with long hair did. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't, yeah, Father Dale probably <laughs> would have. He was tired. Yeah. He's like, he's not paying attention. Father Dale oh, really? probably would have. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to bring him to the. Why am I not attractive to this guy? Do I need Jesus hanging off my Something ear? Something shiny on my yeah. ear. Attractive. I like know him. what he likes. Hey, a big gold cross. See? <laughs> Your favorite person was murdered on this off my ear. But yeah, my dad goes, What in the hell is on your ear? I'm like, I got my ear pierced. Oh, Jesus. And sitting on this big, ugly couch we had, dead quiet in the room. I'm fighting back tears because I know he's about to, like, just ridicule me beyond belief. And not in a fun way. Like, he's, he means it. Which ear is it left? Good. At least you're not a twink. But you look like one anyway. What are you doing? <laughs> Dad, it's not, what you, it's not like when you were a kid. No, when I was a kid, things were normal. You look like an idiot. 
And then every time I was around him, I'd take it out. Because deep down, I kind of knew I looked stupid. But I had that earring in there for a while. And, oh, he would have rather I took fentanyl and dropped dead <laughs> than wander around with him and his friends with a uh, gold cross hanging off my ear with that mullet, that blonde mullet I was toting about. <laughs> this is my son for now. I'm hoping he starts a drug problem with all these hippies he listens to. What in the hell is this? Holds up the Poison album. Are you, are you a trans? <laughs> no. Oh my God. You're not one of them ACDCs, are you? I'm like, what do you mean? The band? You know, the, you go both ways. Stop it. I don't know. You got the long hair, the earring. All the signs point to you taking one in the back door. <laughs> Jesus. I heard that my whole childhood. Jesus. What is this? And he's changed his ways completely, but pink shirts, earrings, all that stuff. That's, he was just OP corduroy shorts. Oh, and- the OP corduroy baby shorts that I used to wander around with. My, my socks pulled up past my knees like thigh highs. I was the sexiest little girl in the world. <laughs> An earring, the long hair. Ready for a pride parade. <laughs> oh, the pride people were like, you're overdoing it. You, you look too gay. <laughs> You are so gay today. It was so bad. You're giving us a bad name. You're not going to half shirts. I wore half shirts, OP shorts, and socks pulled up past my knees. I was so hot. Did you have the fishnet type shirts too? Those uh, <laughs> I didn't those wear those. Little aired out I ones. wanted to, <laughs> but because my body was undeveloped, like a I looked like a bird without feathers for the first eighteen years. Uh, yeah, the, the the half shirt was good because I had the little abs. I didn't have a choice. I was the skinniest person in the world. But the, the chest was undeveloped and sad. <laughs> so the, the, the fleshy fishnet. Yeah, I wanted them. Don't We're get me the wrong. gully shirts. Do not get me wrong. I wanted one badly. And Varnays that look like Harry Carey's glasses yes. on my dumb face. Yeah. Oh. And every time I'd come out of my bedroom getting ready to go somewhere, you'd hear it in the back of the house somewhere. Jesus. What? Go ahead. Enjoy yourself out there. Dad, have you seen my croquis? <laughs> this is what you... I don't see your friends dressing like this. Yeah, they do. They don't look like you, though. Jesus. That's all he kept doing. When I shaved my head the first time, you look like you've got AIDS. Thanks, Dad. Well, you look sick. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, he never he never beat around the bush. There was never a moment with Dan that was like middle ground. He either liked it or he didn't, and you knew about it. Didn't know I had two dogs. Yes. Oh, great. Now I got a whore and your sister. <laughs> hey, I'm not a whore. Could have fooled me. <laughs> Half shirt, butt huggers. I can see your ass. You might, when my sister came, remember when ass cheeks hanging out of shorts was a thing for oh, a yeah. while? Oh, my God. There, it was World War Five at our house. There were, he had skipped past two of the wars we didn't have and made it bigger than ever. Your ass cheeks are hanging out. You know what you do with your ass is I don't need to see that at dinner. <laughs> Go put some goddamn pants on while I eat. Mercy! <laughs> Talk to her about this, please. Jesus. There's my daughter's butthole. You're not leaving. Dolphin shorts. And my sister's ass would hang out of those things. I'm leaving. And he's taking me. See, si. hello, hola, my name is Miguel. <laughs> Miguel, will you step out of the house for five seconds? I got to talk to my daughter who's in somebody else's pants. Some kind of shorts, some leg warmers, yeah. and Reeboks. Oh, it was huge hair. She took all that time to do her hair and then put those that underwear on and tried to leave the house, and it was just the end. 
It was a cartoon. He just picked her up over his head and just spun her like a just until she threw up. Just you're not leaving. I got to look at your ass cheeks all day. Are you kidding me? Go put a pair of pants on. You don't know anything bad. You're being a dick. All right, that's it. Get out. You're not allowed to live here anymore. Until the friend comes over with a vacuum cleaner. Yeah. Let's all take right. a look at that. Oh, now, that was different. When my sister's <laughs> friends were wearing them, all of a sudden, ooh, Jesus. It was a much different approach. Thinking about cooking out, ladies. And he would, oh, he would barbecue on a 130-degree day just to stand out there and watch my sister's friends swim. <laughs> Anybody want a wiener? <laughs> what about you, Lisa? Thanks, Mr. Holmberg. Good Lord. How old are you? 17. One more year. And then I'd come out. Oh, no. The twink's going to wreck it. Little sea blocker. <laughs> Who wants the chicken pie? Oh, oh, great. You got to wear a two-piece, yeah. too. <laughs> Why don't you cover up your kids, little lady? You're walking around with your out, ma'am. Oh, I'm sorry. You're my son. Yeah, it was pretty funny. He's a different human being now. But boy, oh boy, that earring day and my clothes. But whew. I'm sure your sister didn't walk around with her ass out. Torp would have probably said something. She, uh, yeah, she did. She skipped the dolphin much. pants. The dolphin phase. Oh, yeah. my sister's friends would come over, and it was like the whole neighborhood would just show up and peer out the windows. I mean, she all might have friends. been, but it would have been in college, so she was out of town, kind of during that phase, the four years, and then the summer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not too much. There was there's some crossover uh, conflicts with uh, whoever you're hanging out with. Sure, she wanted to do a, an overnight. I remember camping trip. Sure, and there were probably with a there. senior, and she was like a sophomore. Oh, they were going to have sex in the woods. Yeah. They tried to shut that down. They did. They still make them. Look at that. See, now it's great if it's not your sister, those shorts. Look at those. Those need to come back. Oh, that's my sister would walk around in those in the house. Now her friend's doing it. My friend, there was a kid in my neighborhood named Jeff Begley. We didn't even like each other that much. And he would knock on the door when I wasn't home because my sister would answer the door. And he's like, every time I go to your house, I get to look at your sister's <laughs> so it's great. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I don't even like you, bro. But he didn't care if I was home. He just knocked on the door of my sister. What do you want, Begley? Strong around? No. You mind if I wait inside? I guess. And then I'd come home and Jeff Begley sitting on the couch with my sister in those dolphin shorts and a tank top. I just sit and look at your sister's huge <laughs> all day. It's fine by me. What do you want to do? I'm like, get out of here, Begley. I didn't want to play with you. <laughs> Yeah, these do need to make a comeback. Those need to make a comeback. The white pipe. Wow, wow. And you make a comeback everywhere but on your relatives. Or that brought at the Suns game. <laughs> or that chick at the Suns game who'd need all the material of the 14 girls we just looked at wouldn't cover one of her ass cheeks. That, that lady was large. She was so gigantic. Even, How gigantic was she? Even the, guys, <laughs> even, even wow. the NBA guys were like, no, that's too big and fat and white for me. <laughs> I'm not. Even those sons turned around and went, oh, that's too much. You're blonde. You're gigantic. You're, no, but that's. And you're my Yeah, we have a, <laughs> we have a, we have a ceiling and you've well surpassed it. That was a amazingly large woman. It's pretty great. Anyway, dress your kids appropriately. Teachers quit school today. No, no, no parent really wants their kids at home all the time. And bring back dolphin shorts. And bring back dolphin Whoa, shorts. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, what are, those aren't dolphin shorts. What are those called? Uh, those, those are, are like dolphin shorts. shorts. They're, they're like volleyball. Shorts. Shorts. That one just says squeeze on the ass. 
Oh, my dad. I'm glad my dad wasn't uh, around. Or like, juicy shorts weren't around when my dad was uh, parenting. Oh, my sister would have been bounced off every wall in the house wearing those. And we've gotten calls from guys like, hey, Holmberg, what's going on? I went to school with your sister. Oh, great. I banged her. Oh, thanks for that. <laughs> you too, huh? Yeah, all right. Nice to meet you. Yeah, I banged your sister. I'm like, thank you. I met a guy at the Four Peaks event. You remember me? I was in your house once. My name's Brian. I'm like, no. I remember you. You were a skinny little kid. I'm like, how do you know me? Oh, I was banging your sister. Oh, okay. Well, that goes without You don't saying. need to say that. All you have to say, I knew your sister. Yeah, I, met your sister. I met your sister in high school. Stop! <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Western Union at that point. I can fill in the blanks. Like you did my sister. I went to school with your sister. Stop! Right there. Yeah, yeah, I did it. Okay, I know. I even had a guy come to me and say, uh, we went to high school together. I'm a year younger than you. I'm like, oh, okay. My brother went with, uh, he told me, my brother banged your sister. Like, basically just, like, couldn't wait to tell me. And then he just laughed. I'm like, okay. All right. You're great. Well, my dad, this is my dad. Oh, Jesus. Is this what you deal with at your events? Yeah. Pretty much everybody that knew us, uh, you're going to hear that about eight times tonight. Hey, you're, you're the, you're Dan? I remember meeting you. I don't remember meeting you. Uh, I banged your, I banged, I banged your daughter. He's <laughs> like, all oh, right. You were one of the guys you in line. You kicked me out of the house. <laughs> My name's Miguel. You don't have the accent anymore. It's good to see you, Miguel. <laughs> you remember me? I was the guy who left the stain on your couch? From the oh, old Camaro. Right. No, the old Camaro was a guy named uh, Kurt. Oh, okay. <laughs> that guy was a dick. <laughs> I met a lot of boyfriends of the sister, and if they spoke English, they were dicks. If they didn't, I tend to like them, because I, I couldn't tell they were dicks or not. They were just... Foreign nationals. <laughs> <laughs> See, is this your diamondback? I'll never forget that guy. He took a look at my 20-inch diamondback like it was the holy grail. He stopped being interested in impregnating my sister and started wanting my bike. <laughs> is this your diamondback? Uh, the one in the garage of the house I live in that I just got off of and put in that garage? Yeah, that's mine. That's how it works. See? 20-inch? Yeah, it's a 20. See? You know what? I'm, get your eyes off my bike for a second. Get in there and start banging my sister again. What's wrong with you? <laughs> my cousin was uh, into dating the Persians. Ooh. Because it was the late 70s and all the families came over in 79 yeah. from Iraq and Iran. and Escaping. And, Refugees. Uh, and I just remember my uncle, who's a lawyer, very prim and proper, and there were a lot of Z-28s and Iraqs <laughs> oh, yeah. in the driveways. <laughs> yeah, Iraq Z-28s and rugs and... Weird drinks, Krev Kalash. Brady, this is Tariq. Good to meet you. <laughs> hello, hello. If my sister had an option, there would have been Persian bow hunks in our house, too. My family escaped great trouble. Well, here to bang your sister. Oh, okay. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello. No, it's 5 o'clock. Uh, my brother-in-law is praying again. <laughs> Which direction is east? It's that. You know where east is, don't. Okay. Is that your diamondback? You can't have it to bash into any buildings or anything. I don't know your plans with my bike. Yeah, that diamondback didn't go missing. I kept my eyes on it every time one of my sisters. Thank God my sister wobbled their legs. They couldn't get on the bike to ride away too quickly. They were still a little bit weak <laughs> from all the teen sex that was happening in that middle bedroom. And they just wandered around the house. Like my sister was nowhere to be found. There's just some guy. Who are you? Uh, your sister's friend. What are you doing without her? Like, shouldn't you be with her at all times? Like, you can't just walk through the house. She's asleep. Oh, God, again? So, I'm just looking at your stuff. 
I'm like, all right, you got to go. My parents aren't home. You're not allowed to be I finished there. the crown molding in the room. <laughs> I did some work because I feel I owed your family for all of the free sex. Yes, the steel weed eater yeah. is mine. <laughs> I did a uh, lamb beam and took this wall out. He's a uh, load-bearing wall, so I give you more. I make this open concept. Great. Speaking of open concept, I think my sister's ready for round two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd, just, I'd be on the couch and some dude would just walk by. I'm like, what, who are you? I'm your sister's boyfriend, David. Cool. Who are you? Wait, what you I live, shut up. <laughs> you're in my seat. I, you're in my, I like this part of the couch. Turn it to channel 33. The Spanish one? No. <laughs> <laughs> you go home now. I don't have a ride. Is this your bike? Yeah. Man, that's, for now, I know it's going to be yours in a second. Oh, my childhood. Forget it. Who started this? Is this your fault? I think it is. <laughs> damn. Teachers. Teachers. Yeah, these goddamn teachers. If they'd have just quit their job. See, this is why you don't want your kids at home all day. My sister would have been pregnant five times a day. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats, Bert? Uh, wake up song time. And, of course, it's brought to you by Action Ride Shop. This weekend's time to hit the trails and uh, do it on a brand new bike because it's Santa Cruz uh, factory sale going on at Action Ride Shop. The entire month... All the Santa Cruz bikes on sale. Plus, if, you know, maybe you're into something else, you know, no problem. 10% off all front <laughs> suspension mountain bikes and uh, 20% off all winter clothing. It sounded so, weird. I know. Actually, I, I thought that after yeah. I said it. ActionRideShop.com. Well, we can play Turbo Lover, um, <laughs> which is on the list. Uh, ActionRideShop.com is where you go or go visit the boys over there on Gilbert Road in Southern. Uh, Static X on the list. Obviously, I just mentioned Priest, System of a Down. Terror, A Day to Remember, Avenge Sevenfold, Falling in Reverse, yeah. Seven Dust, Skindred, Biscuit, man, Metallica. Man. But then you got uh, Corn Twisted Transistor for KD. There you go. That's what it is. The, the Slim Reaper went down. And he's not shaped like a normal human being. The reason he's fragile is because he's got Caleb's bones in a seven-foot body. If you, if you see him in person, like on TV, it doesn't do him justice. You see him in person... It's the aliens at the end of Close Encounters coming out of the ship. The dude's hands go down to his ankles, and they're as thin as my fingers. His legs are like my arms, and I don't – that's not a compliment to either of us. It's weird. And it's just a matter of like – it's just not a human build. Of course he's going to have injuries. We've got to treat him with kid gloves. So I wouldn't be surprised if Katie's out for a while. But Twisted Transistor is a good one. You got that one or is Toledo loading uh, it up? I don't know. Is he loading it up? I don't know. I'm going to get all the... I can get it. We just got to get the... I don't have a clean version of it. Okay. And, and this guy said something smart. He goes, say no to dolphin shorts. Americans are way too fat for them. It is a different time. Dolphin shorts and uh, body positivity is a bad combination. You're going to have people thinking that they look good or it doesn't matter how they look. It's in style. And that's not... That's just... That's probably true. Yeah, it's... Um, Maybe we shouldn't talk about dolphin shorts. That should be, and they should have a store that says, you know, just small and extra small. That's it. You, you can't. No sizes for you. You have it. Uh, yeah, I'll get it. We got to pull up the lyrics. So. Twisted transistor. Is it yeah. dirty? That's two Fs in it. Three it does? Fs in it. Yeah. Oh, all right. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. See, I'm, I'm learning this because in radio for so long, I've just listened to those particular those radio edits. <laughs> radio edits. I assume that's it. Twisted transistor has cusses. When? Uh, I don't even know which where it starts. All right. Well, we'll find out. I, guess. I can pull it up. I, I got them right here. Starts. We're good. Okay. It's not early. It's not necessary to the song. <laughs> it is, though. I prefer it dirtier. I just didn't know they had it. 
Now, I like the song again. That's a great song. It's a great song, but I didn't know it had F words in it, so it's new to me again. There it is, F-U-2. How did I miss yeah. that? How did I ever miss that? It's just, a, it's screaming F-U. It's corn. It's just like, you just expect it. It's just like normal. I'm too busy just going, <laughs> every time their songs are on, so. I didn't even know they were using words. All right, let's do it. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Before we get to the Brady Report, I have to say hello and thank you uh, to the gang over there at American Roofing and Waterproofing. We went to, me and Julie, sales lady Julie, went over there yesterday for a pizza party. I haven't had a pizza party in a long time. And it was awesome. <laughs> I'll tell you this. It was, it was reminiscent of all things great in life. Uh, and Kirk and the gang over there were really nice to us. So thanks and hello to all of them. They're great people. And I learned something yesterday, not to turn this into a pitch, but I'm in the middle of this. Uh, I think he told me like 93% of all roofing needs come after the problem. People are so reactive to a roofish, and I'm and I'm one of them. I'm like, yeah. oh, you wait until it leaks, even though you've been looking at it going, hmm, that's weird. The tiles are all curly like the Wicked Witch's toes at the end. Oh, well, I'll just go until I go. And I had a my renter at the house I have, Rich, calls me and he goes, uh, hey, that last windstorm, we had some Frisbees flying off the roof. I'm like, what are you talking about? Some of these shingles are just leaving the house. I'm like, yeah, we should probably do something about that. And so then I watched the weather. It's not going to rain for another week. Reprieve. And then yesterday they hit me with that. Yeah, usually it's uh, uh, over 90% of the people call after the problem. And that'll cost you about uh, three times as much, usually, if you just be a little proactive. So they taught me some stuff while we had delicious pizza. Never a bad thing. And Kirk Jr. comes over to me, and I thought he said, hey, jerk, my name's Junior. But he said <laughs> something else, because Kirk Jr. sounded like, hey, jerk, I'm Junior. I got the words jumbled. So I, went, I almost punched a kid. Jerk Jr., nice hey, to meet you. What'd you say? You could, hey, Jerk, my name's Jr.? No, my name's Kirk Jr. I'm like, how did I scramble that so badly? You almost got hit. But yeah, but pizza solves all problems. It was great. So thank you to the gang up there, American Roofing and Waterproofing. Too nice. And spent the afternoon there hanging out with those guys. It was nice. And again, I get pretty much, anybody who wants to have a pizza party, have me buy. I'll a little upset it. I didn't know about it. Yeah. Well, Brady, if I'd have known about like the pizza party itself being as good as it was going to be, you were first on the list. He's you insulted. Know, you know who really is would love this? Like That's those moments at funerals after somebody's dead. <laughs> you know who would love this is Brady. That'll last about 12 years after your death with all of us. Because I assume we're going to have a pretty decent amount oh, yeah. of time after Brady. But Otto's is still around. <laughs> but we're going to be eating. You know who would love this? Like with just mouthful of food, Brady. Right. Oh, yeah. All right. You know, have another hot dog for Brady. We have to do a memorial lunch at Streets of New York like we used to. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> you know who would love this? <laughs> yeah, every time I see a buffet of just slop, <laughs> you know who would love this? <laughs> You're not even dead, and I think that. You know who would really love this? But, yeah, it was great. And a pizza. But next time we do something with them, as delicious and fun as it was, I'll bring you by. They were really nice. It was great. It was good fun. So if you've got something on your roof and you're thinking about it like I am, let's all be a little bit more proactive because that stat scared me. <laughs> and usually a roof will cave in. And I've had a roof cave in on a house. I had a, the cabin up in Sholo. First week I owned it, it snowed like three feet like it did a couple weeks ago. And I didn't know that snow did that. It weighs too much. 
And I went in, and the lady's like, you're not going to be happy. The real estate agent giving me the keys. I'm like, why? Well, and somebody had to get the snow off the roof, and you didn't call. I'm like, uh, what, what does that do? It gives you a convertible for a house is what it does. Anyway, so thank you. Learn. Uh, it is time now for Brady to give you all the news that only Brady knows. And uh, it's brought to you by Hooters. Crack of the bat, Roy, the roar of the crowd. It doesn't get better than the old ballpark. You know who would love that? Remember Brady? Oh, yeah. He would love that. Uh, head to Hooters after the game. $10 off a $25 purchase with your same-day ticket stub or e-ticket. You show up at Hooters. You go, I was at a game. Blink. You get 10 bucks off after you spend 25 That's 15 if I'm doing the math right. And that's a pretty good price for food. So head on over to Hooters after your uh, your delicious spring training afternoon and have a big pile of wings and then look at your friend at the table. You know who I love this? That Brady guy. He loves eating. Yeah, piles of it too. I, th- I thought of you when I, because we picked the pizza up, six boxes. Whoa. Yeah. And I've never carried six boxes of pizza before because I'm not a pizza delivery guy. Something... And I thought it in my head, you know, who would love to carry these pizzas around. <laughs> You're really pissing them off. Yeah, you realize this, don't you? You incorporated Brady. exercise in there. Uh, yeah, Lifting yeah. pizzas. I, I, I did some curls with them. I yeah. got the veins popping a little bit. I'm like, you know who would never do this? <laughs> <laughs> Barbecue, uh, pepperoni, meat lovers. We had them all. Smorgasbord and wings. La, la, so on la, top la, of the la, on top of the box of the listening. pizza, two more smaller boxes of like bread uh, rolls. And then a bunch of wings, plain and saucy. And you know what? We were sitting at the table, and a couple of people at the thing from uh, from American Roofing was like, you know, who'd love this? I'm like, I don't know. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> too bad we couldn't meet him. Yeah, too bad. We got pictures of him on the internet. Is this him? Yeah. Oh, he'd love this. Yeah, I know. It's too bad. Tip him out to Brady. We didn't know he was going to be such a a wealth of food. Damn. Yeah. It was so much I actually considered... Praying and thanking God, saying grace. There's so much food. <laughs> anyway, Brady Report. Good Thursday morning to Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Meatball Day. Hey. Right, how you hey. doing? Oh, Thanks for the Chinese for making the, the meatball. <laughs> Did they invent that too? 221 BC. Are you That's both of us, me? though. They got the Swedish meatballs as well. Well, That's we, both yeah, of us yeah, celebrating. Yeah, we're not running around. You and your Ikea. The Italian stepped Happy in meatball in ATA. Day. Yeah. Hello. Your people are pretty uh, Yeah, your people meatballs. run around and talk about Swedish now. meatballs all the time. Which is why, let me finish, yeah. nobody likes them. <laughs> Swedes are idiots because they tout the Swedish meatball. Some of the worst food you'll ever eat in your life is a Swedish meatball. There's nothing like going to get some furniture you can't put together and getting some Swedish meatballs. And, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Don't start acting like we run around going, it's our identity. Oh, you, you guys do. Look, it was about 500, 520-something years ago, Columbus landed on Earth today. Happy Meatball Day. The spaceship got here from uh, planet Italy. Yeah, no, Italians claim the meatball and scream about it, and everybody rolls their eyes. And then uh, uh, Swedish people do it, and we're like, why are you claiming that horrible? Give it back to the Chinese. It's it's Campbell's cream of mushroom soup and an uncooked ball. We made them smaller. Oh, for a little delicate hand, you little Swedes. They made them smaller because they got that. They got to work that little tiny Allen wrench to put their furniture together. <laughs> Lunch at IKEA today. That sounds so oh. terrible. <laughs> you want lingonberries on your Swedish meat? What the? F- are you f- oh, kidding me? You're going to put what are those lingonberries? They pile it. I my my Swedish grandmother Kukakorv, Lutfisk. 
You want some sweet fish, isn't it? Oh, no, it's oh. salt. It's yeah, in a jar, buried. Yeah, it's oh. like salt with, with a dry fish inside of it. Oh. My grand, that was a delicacy. They keep asking me that too. Do you want to come back to Mount Jewett? People would love it if you came. You and your dad came back for the Swedish festival in Mount Jewett, Pennsylvania, middle of August. Nothing but bugs. Brett's going to laugh. Chiggers everywhere. <laughs> the I, worst. Yeah, the, the chiggers are the worst. There goes the neighborhood. I know. I, I, I'm sounding a lot like the guy from Dilbert, but listen they carefully. They burrow in your skin. Chiggers are the worst. And if you're a kid from the Midwest or the East, you know what I'm talking about. But they're everywhere. And then they have the Swedish Festival where they make dry salt bombs with fish inside of it. And kukakor. <laughs> <laughs> Swedish food is a joke. That's where we're better than the Italians. Us Swedes that escaped, we're still not talking about how great it was, what the we Chinese gave us. We just make it us. better. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> the Chinese gave it to you. Nah, we made it better. You guys stole a lot from the Chinese. We made it better. It was smart. <laughs> it was smart. You did make it better. Because a Chinese meatball and an Italian meatball, there's no comparison. Oh, like, I've never met a Chinese meatball covered in Parmesan. I don't do it, but that That's sounds good. nice. So happy meatball day, Brett. To you. And your entire family. <laughs> oh, guess what we're having for dinner? Ching Chang Charlie's meatballs. <laughs> Said no guinea ever. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> we're doing like Mama made. Couple of baseless fun facts. By one estimate, the uh, Korean pop band BTS, mm-hmm. it's estimated $5 billion annually to South Korea's economy. Jesus. What? That's about a half a percent of the country's entire economy. Wow. $5 billion from a band? Yeah. I can't believe they're taking a chance of putting them in the military, though. Right. Well, that's, that's, Done. I mean, that makes yeah, that's them even saying. more important to the... But they're going to get, like, Elvis duty. Like, you know, oh, yeah. you're not going... You're not doing anything dangerous. No. And you're South Korea. Yeah. You're not doing anything dangerous anyway. Yeah. We've got your back. We're the ones flying the B-52s around when you're just standing with your arms crossed going, we got a big bodyguard. This is Mike. This is the United States. This is my bodyguard. See how fast we can get this. Only four teams in the NFL have never been to the Super Bowl. Detroit. Lions. Browns. Cleveland. Houston Texans. Jacksonville Jaguars. Got it. Nice. Merv Griffin, you know, this originally wrote the uh, final Jeopardy theme song as a lullaby for his son. Mm-hmm. He's earned seventy million in royalties from it. Off the Jeopardy theme. Yep. Wow. There's only one member of Congress who's ever had a number one hit. Rick Astley. Hmm. Not Sonny Bono. I, I just took you got it. Oh yeah, that's right. He was a congressman. I was going to say Hillary Clinton. She's had numerous hits. <laughs> <laughs> Italian hits are different than song hits. Bro. Oh, okay. Happy Meatball Day. <laughs> I know what kind of hit Hillary's got. <laughs> She's like the Beatles with all their hits. (laughs) What? I just saw, uh, just thought about the, uh, Uh Hillary was in uh, (laughs) the Middle East. Is this a joke? For the women's empowerment. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. But they handed out an award. Mm -hmm. I don't think it was there. Here it comes. Oh, God. This story shouldn't have started. You shouldn't have started it. Yeah. It, you started putting along up at McDowell. Well, now I want to know what the hell. Yeah, you're now talking. you got to finish. You have no idea what you're talking about. Let me get my uh, ducks in a line and <laughs> in a row and what? figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> it made it no, more complicated. I'm not allowing that. 
You start it, you finish. It's like putting food on your plate. You clean your plate. What were you talking about? Hillary was getting an award in the Middle East, although it may not have been the Middle East. No, she wasn't getting an award. All right, so the whole story has now changed. (laughs) It's two separate stories. It's typical Brady report. What is? The one we don't know? Yeah, someone got an award, (laughs) but I don't think it was... uh, It's the Oscars. It was for the empowered... It was like an icon award. My Somebody friend, call Will Smith, was, please. Look, I was with my friend Colin last night who had a stroke on January 1st, and he's doing much better than Brady is. <laughs> I'm not kidding. He's like, you wouldn't know. If I told you one of these two men had a stroke and then tell a story, and you led with this, we'd put you in the hospital. So you confused Hillary Clinton. I saw it on Fox. What? They were highlighting the fact that it was the International Women's Empowerment, look at, look at and the, the award was given to a transgender Oh, yeah, they gave it to a man. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And that made you... Did they Hillary... Followed, uh, and then they had the... They, they, the story began with Hillary going over to the Middle East, but I confu- I got them blended together. I thought the award <laughs> happened there, but it oh. wasn't. Hillary went to the Middle back East back. and gave an award? I thought she was giving the award, but it was... She had nothing separate. to do with the yeah. award? No. Can oh. you break out the Madden chalkboard again? I'm lost. Do you drink coffee? Yeah. You need to. you need a little pick-me-up. Here's a guy that's trying to get Hillary Clinton over to Abu Dhabi. <laughs> Hand out awards to transgenders. Everybody's going to lose their heads. So Hillary Clinton... They happen so close together. Hillary, went, Hillary Clinton went to Abu Dhabi. And Yeah, and I thought she... Yeah, they, they, and then uh, they followed up. Who did? Uh, what's his name? Jesse Waters. Oh. I, that's the first time I've seen that. I saw <laughs> Waters him, World. and I was about five minutes of it. And, you, and, and I caught it, was, it, and I thought she might have presented the award, but then I just remembered, no, she did not. So even if Jesse transitioned from one story to the next, you did not. I did so not. It was all just one big yeah, run-on sentence. All, yeah. Texters are saying they think it was Jill Biden that gave Jill Biden gave, gave the award. <laughs> yeah, all those blonde Christ. bitches look alike to me. <laughs> all those Democrat broads look Correct. the same. Correct. <laughs> Jill Biden gave an award to a transgender as an empowered woman, which means a man got, got the, the award. award for an empowered woman. Yeah. Meanwhile, meanwhile, <laughs> Hillary, Hillary Clinton was in Abu Dhabi, <laughs> which they wouldn't tolerate a second of her handing out an award to a tranny. <laughs> but then a tough enough time with Are her. Are we over in there. an episode of Hong uh, Kong? Who was yeah, there we, then? <laughs> yeah. No. I, yeah. Somebody translate, please. Well, what uh, happened? Uh, Hillary Clinton went to Abu Dhabi. Okay. <laughs> For, for no reason. So why? And also, oh. it doesn't have anything to do with. Oh, the story. Okay, all right. Just that's you know what? It's a, it's a word problem where they added an extra sentence to throw you. <laughs> and, uh, I led with Hillary instead of Jill. Call a doctor. Jordan Knox says it right away. Call a doctor. <laughs> the stroke is happening. So then, also, Jill Biden went over to a place. <laughs> it was first we lady. Don't know where. First Lady News, I guess. Going <laughs> yeah. over there. Is that a new segment? You know, they call it Water's World, but really it's Brady's World. <laughs> you know who would have loved this? Brady. Remember remember Brady? <laughs> we need to tip out a little pizza today. <laughs> Hillary was eating something in the Middle East. You know, it's okay. And I would have loved it. It was a training. You know what I really like is that I, I, I wish people had the gift that I get every day is to watch you run into the wall, realize you've hit the wall, and then try to go... Uh, this isn't going. I got to reset. I got to reset this story. It was Your definitely face. like the marching band in in Animal House. Yeah, it's going just, down. Yeah. The it's, it's bad. You're in an alley. And you're like, we got to just keep going. But I watched his eyes for like. That's my brain's lying. That's not Hillary. That's another old white woman. I don't know what that one is. Hillary Clinton. What was she doing in Abu Dhabi? I don't know now. <laughs> 
<laughs> Take his temperature. <laughs> You're a special young man. I think they are saying, Fox was saying she's over there just to let, let him know that she might be running. For what? Making another run for the presidency of Abu Dhabi <laughs> because showing her international relations oh, that she's still going she's over showing there. off that yeah. she, she can buy tickets to Abu Dhabi yep. like the rest of us. I see showing her chops off. That's what. Okay, so they're saying this might be like a precursor yeah, to her announcing she wants to be president again. Yep, because no herself. better place to do that is Abu Dhabi. There's lots of voters there. Oh yeah, and then somebody else texted. Oh, there's lots of money there, so maybe in a way that she mm. might have done that, but. Uh, Somebody else texted in asking if this is your Kuka Korf. Kuka Korf. And that might be Ludfisk next to it. Those dead dry potatoes. potatoes. (laughs) With pickles and onions. Oh, they just, oh, Swedes. We're so bad at it. That's a meal? It looks pretty good. No, it doesn't. It looks bland. It looks like prison food. Get rid of all of it. Kuka Korf is like sandy sausage. You know when you bite into a sausage and it's not right and it tastes yeah. a little gritty and dirt? That's it. It tastes like a wet sock. Like overdone. Kielbasa is better because it's got some snap to it. But, oh, Swedish food is horrible. Lifehacker.com posted a list of top things you might want to clean yourself, uh, that that you clean yourself when you go to a hotel room. Okay. So, in other words, the TV remote. Oh, yeah, always. It's covered in feces and semen. The nightstand. Burgers. Services in general might be need to get wiped down. The door handles, yeah, uh, light switches, the phone, anything who the, uses the phone the in the hotel the rooms anymore. Nobody, yeah, anything like bring some uh, bleachy wipes into every hotel room and think everything you touched, the filthiest pig in the world touched too. Like he had to turn lights, toilet on. handle, he had to flush, he had to lift the seat, he coffee had coffee maker, all of it. Did you see the Airbnb where the kid grabbed some fentanyl Ooh. from the last guy? They didn't have. No. They, they found some fentanyl and ate it. Evidently, that kids just can't get enough of it. It's like kicks. A poll in 2019 found one in ten people sometimes bring their own sheets when they stay in hotels. Yeah. Because the one thing that you really can't do much about is the comforters, the beds, because no. a lot of times they don't. First thing you do, kick them. that thing off. A judge in Canada just ruled on a harassment case where a neighbor gave another neighbor the finger. They got into a fight. The one guy um, held up a power tool in a threatening manner to his neighbor across the street, and he flipped them both birds. The judge ruled the case, said it was not, he was not impressed with the accusation. He saw giving someone the middle finger is a God-given right that belongs yeah. to everyone. It might not be civil might not be polite it's also harmless yeah but it does not trigger criminal liability right he said he wished he could have thrown the case out the window yeah by the way uh didn't garfield used to always try to send Odie to abu dhabi did he was that the thing he's like i'll send him to abu dhabi maybe that's what clinton's been reading a lot of garfield (laughs) you know what i should do send Hillary, <laughs> you should announce your presidency over there in Abu Dhabi. Take Odie with you. <laughs> you know what? Take the dog. <laughs> I'm sending my dogs to Abu Dhabi, wife and animal. I got a free weekend. I'm calling Gore. Woo-hoo. Researchers at the University of Texas, Southwestern, say they've come up with a new hormone injection that can make people sober up twice as fast. It's called a hero from Wilderness Athlete. Fibroblast, <laughs> growth factor 21. 
FGF21 for short. They need a better name. Yeah. And it's a shot. Our livers produce it naturally. They found the double the dose. It increases. Fantastic. They got a bunch of mice drunk, tested it out on them. First, they injected them with a binge dose of alcohol. Then some of the mice got the hormone injection, and the ones that did sobered up a lot faster. They also tried a second experiment where they got the mice so drunk they passed out. The ones that got the hormones that time woke up twice as fast. Wow. We're Next testing up, mice humans. and yeah. making them pass out. Right. That's, That's what they it. want you to believe. <laughs> they just want you to get that jab. That's it. They just want to put another needle in your body, Brady. That's all they're Their doing. Their point is when someone ODs on opioids, they get Narcan. A Narcan? Oh, Narcan. <laughs> Narcan. Narcan. I'm going to shove mice in your can. That's it, because they're gay mice. That's why they want to live up your ass. What happened to this planet? What What's wrong with man? Something went south during a threesome in Florida on Monday night. 60, 67% of the lovers ended up in jail. Please say the three were in bed, uh, having a little threesome, and they got in an argument. Okay. Unclear what it was about, but it got violent. The 31-year-old guy and the 20-year-old woman both struck the 29-year-old female victim, and apparently they stormed out of the house. They also, uh, the guy also threw a cinder block through the back window. Jesus, of the this went car. sideways quick. What are you talking about that much during a threesome? It's too much communication. No one was seriously hurt. You need to be singularly focused in that. I don't know how politics came up in the middle of this, but. Here are the uh, two that were arrested. Here we go. Not terrible. I expected it to be a lot more methy looking. We don't know the third, the victim. These these two are the ones that attacked the 29-year-old. Yeah. Was this in Abu Dhabi as well? No, that was uh, Abu Ghraib. The third was Joe Biden. (laughs) Yeah, Joe. (laughs) trying to give them an award in the middle of their threesome. Man. There's this lady that lives in an apartment complex in Sydney, Australia, and she um, wrote a letter. To the management, because it's the third time this month she's had someone puke on her patio of her balcony. So it's from, it's a, looks like about a 30-story apartment complex. So someone was yakking off their balcony, and it would land on her patio furniture on the balcony below. So she writes a letter to the management saying... This is unacceptable. Yeah, and you should pay for the cleaning of my patio if you can't find the guy. Right. So the guy had been doing it for six months. He just He's very sick. They finally identified the guy, and they said, no, we're not cleaning for the, up the, uh, right. the mess. Nobody's worried about the guy throwing up every day for six months? We don't want to get a doctor up there real quick? No, he's still living there. She moved out. <laughs> yeah, half a year of vomiting out at your window, and nobody's thought, everybody's worried about the patio furniture? Boy, he hated her. Good eye. Please, yeah. God, someone strike me dead, please. Quit throwing up on my patio furniture, you damn bloke, you dick. She, she posted another. <laughs> Call an ambulance. Whoever's jacking. I'm not going to make it. Need to get to hospital. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah, if you throw out a window, if, if, if Michael and Troy are hanging out the window puking next door for two days in a row, I might go over and go, are you okay? 
I'm not worried about, hey, you're wrecking you the flower give them the one day? I, I give them one day of being sick. <laughs> the second day? second day, like, still hanging out the window. You don't have a toilet? What are you doing? You're, it's a cry for help. Of two full seasons of the earth going around the sun, like you got, we're halfway around and he's still puking on your patio and you, A, you the haven't gotten clean? Yeah, they weren't, they weren't able to identify him right off the bat. He's the like one puking got, out the window. Are there multiples? No, but you have, uh, you know, 10 stories. But 10 you still, okay, so you said it was for six out. months. Yeah, the guy, it, it happened over a six month period yeah. and it happened, you know, Somebody, one time was twice uh, in a month. It just pukes on your patio. You know who's there, doing it that. It happens to catch the wind on her, you know, like mm. five levels down, oh. sweeps back in. Oh. I knock on doors. Everybody who lives above me. Hey, you're not sick, are you? First guy that answers the door and goes, <laughs> good eye. <coughs> I think it's you. Guests at a ski resort a ski resort in Alaska posted photos after someone hiked up 3,000 feet on this mountain and drew a giant dick on the mountain the size of a football field. <laughs> That's an exercise. <laughs> a hundred-yard dick? Yep. One report said uh, they did it a few nights ago in the dark so they wouldn't be able to catch them. It was a full moon, so they have a lot of light to work with. The resort was not happy about it. I'm not. Uh, the manager not. had to send a helicopter up and put uh, skiers on there to ski through yeah. the. A football field is 3,000 feet. 300. Oh, yeah. is it? Yeah, you're right. Three. What am I thinking? I, did, I multiplied that really You went up the mountain. I was going to say, because I was went, like, that can't be right. That's how it is in Abu Dhabi. Yeah, I heard 3,000 feet. I'm like, <laughs> that can't be a football field. And then my brain said, sure it is, because, again, numbers confuse me. There's some pictures of it. But you can see oh, they yeah, said. pretty good. Yep. And then uh, I think there's an after picture where the skiers are trying to. Ski it off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a new Taylor Swift song. <laughs> ski it off. Ski, ski it off. That's pretty good. The one Why guy, are people mad about that? That's just funny. <laughs> At least one guy could have uh, center punched it. Oh, like yeah. Really All those little skiers just <laughs> yeah. shooting out of the top of that drawing. Impregnating the mountain. I don't know if you remember this, but back in the 90s, Pizza Hut used to do those mini basketballs for March Madness. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're bringing them back. March 14th. You get the... Uh, oh, God. Last night, there was a moment. And then you can get a box, too, with the center cut out. You get a little backboard oh, a little and a hoop. No one pizzas the hut. That. That's out pizza in the hut right there. Well, we were at the game last night, and Matt Komen from uh, Stand Up Live, uh, a respected businessman, Lost his ever-loving mind at the T-shirt and bouncy ball giveaway. He wanted one. <laughs> I, I haven't seen a grown man do this kind of... This was unbelievable. So Matt sat in the seats right behind us that my, uh, my buddy John gave us uh, because he sits behind us and we trade out. So thanks to John. But Matt and Joel sat behind me. And the thing, and I just hear Joel, Jesus, come on, Matt. Act like you've been there. And Matt's going, ah, screaming his hands are in the air and the balls come flying. And Matt leaps after one hits the ground he doesn't know he doesn't even know his oh it's the handful for Matt it looked like a football because he's got tiny hands but it was tiny and he looked at it and his goal was to give it to a kid like that's for whatever reason but he's the same size as a kid so if it was me and I didn't know him I'd have handed it to the sick kid that sat behind me so he's looking and there isn't a kid they went home because it was in the middle of the fourth quarter and Matt's looking and this lady's just staring at him and he goes "Uh, yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> and he gives her the ball, and she's like, thanks. So this weird dude that just spent time rolling on the ground to get this ball. So much work. Handed it to some woman who was indifferent on getting it or not. And I'm like, see, I'll buy you one of those. They're like a buck fifty at Walgreens. I don't know why people go crazy. I got a couple of pretty videos. The first one is a couple of dudes doing a podcast in a coffee shop. They're kind of at their table, and it's a all glass, okay. and a car runs through the. Ooh. As they're doing their right in the middle of their in podcast. The podcast, yeah. Right, so they're sitting in front of a big right window in the parking lot. Quiet in here. <laughs> here it comes. Oh, oh Jesus! Man. An ASU yeah, that looks jersey. like an ASU jersey, doesn't it? I was thinking the same thing. He's indifferent to the car just mashing into the building. They're in Houston. Okay. Huh. Bro, you just screwed it all up. we got to re-record <laughs> They now. get back and they, we got it? We get it on yeah. video? I think we're fine. I think we got all the audio on there. See? You want now audio? Yeah. Oh, okay, so I'll stop that. All right, by the what way, you guys doing with your podcast? Yeah, before yeah, what's the, going on in there? <laughs> I hate this podcast. There they are. It's so quiet in here. Uh, by the way, before we get into more videos. Uh, I got this email. It says, John, uh, I noticed that I noticed this yesterday and a couple days earlier that Toledo was saying and doing the exact same things you do when he watches Brett's horrible videos. And he's ruining a segment I enjoy very much. Listening to that gives me great joy, except for when Toledo's involved. You screamed a real scream a while back, and now all he does is cuck scream the same scream you scream. Make it stop. Brady went for a catchphrase yesterday, and it was funny, but I don't want that thing to turn into you pretending to have a reaction. Just react. Also, if Toledo could star in one of the videos Brett shows, that would be awesome. <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> Effing Toledo. You make me wish I was your dad. I love three of you guys. Signed, Janelle. She's back. <laughs> so don't scream the way I scream. I haven't noticed oh, any of that because I'm wait. actually, no, no, don't ruin the segment. Only real reactions. That's all we can ask for. Janelle's on to it. You're faking reactions, Are you Toledo? faking? Yeah, stop no. faking. Yeah, don't do my reactions. Do your own. Oh. Go after yourself, Janelle. <laughs> I knew it. Keep eating these. Yes. Oh. Yes. This is what I like. But yeah, you have to come up with your own reaction. Evidently, you're doing mine. Apparently. The last pretty video that I have is uh, this guy that invented airbag jeans and full-body airbag clothes. For riding on a motorcycle. Oh, wow. Prevents uh, breaking hips, legs. Everything. Your, yeah. your pants explode into giant. Yeah, it, you put a small CO2. Well, it'll explain. Isn't that going to motorcycle burn your skin? Broken legs, broken ribs, and very often, broken hips. For the last 17 years, our mission has been to reduce the risk of injury in the event of a crash. And as of today... We have finally succeeded. Oh, my God. This is... They're going to crash it on purpose? They sure enough laid it down. The world's first airbag jeans and full-body airbag protection. How does it know? So it's connected to to the... Oh, it is. Oh, so you actually have a strap. It's like a ripcord like they do on jet skis and stuff. Great. And you just become a big uh, fluffy ball. And they're reusable. The airbag is completely invisible, but deploys within <laughs> and can be easily reused turn into, by simply reloading the CO2 thing. cartridge. Yeah, it is. To ensure maximum safety, wow. our airbags use an ultra-reliable well, mechanical trigger system without Helmets any electrical right. components. Are they? Yeah, for the most part. 
it works. But wouldn't it be like better if your match. helmet blew up with a big as inflatable as around it? From the no, you're, you're hands. Hands. Well, I mean, maybe. Your helmet's good for one crash. Yeah. Yeah, but wouldn't it be better if it was, like, air-packed and you had, like... Well, they're kind of doing that a little bit with the uh, football helmet. But I'm talking about the outside. The airbag um, Is it just because it wouldn't be cool looking to have big sacks no, on the side of your head? No, it absorbs enough. I think the, yeah, the they, biggest thing would be the neck if you could get sure. a neck roll or something like that. That's neat. So you just have to pull the ripcord. No, uh, yeah, it well, automatically yeah, the bike it. does. If you're off the bike. Right, if you fall off the bike. But then yeah. you wonder, like, what happens when you get off the bike at home and you forget to take right. the ripcord right. off? It's yep. like, you know. You turn into Violet Beauregard. <laughs> you turn into Violet, Violet. That's neat. What a great invention that is. Will bikers wear it? It is not cool looking. No, it's not. And that's a big thing for bikers. It looks pretty much like leathers, um, be- you know, before. It doesn't look cool when they're inflated. You it doesn't look, like look bandage, cool but... uninflated. It looks like sloppy, bad, garbage bag denim. It looks like a poor person's biker outfit. Mm-hmm. And not in a good way. It looks like the first day you buy jeans. You shouldn't wear them because they're too blue. Yeah. That's not going to wear well. How do you wash it? Maybe they'll make them an acid wash yeah. for you. Well, no, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know. Oh, the, the, that was, very new. That was not an attractive yeah. look. And bikers like a certain look, and it isn't brand new denim. They don't yeah, like Yeah, you're that. better off with the just the full leather or the ballistic nylon. Yeah. And yeah, like Brett says, don't hop off the bike too fast. <laughs> otherwise you're going to, you guys want to go get some, damn it, God damn it. Somebody come down here and suck all the air out of this thing. Forgot about the thingy. I don't think bikers will like it. It's not, there it's will be a cool. lot of that. It's gonna be. It's gonna be mostly the guys on crotch rockets yeah. and stuff. It's not gonna be the Harley guys. What do they call those squiddies? I don't know. Harley never guys. got the full definition. Yeah. Harley Miranda. guys are not gonna wear those. No, it's way too much of an image. Maybe the jeans. Nope. Don't see it. There's some of those guys that were. But mostly Harley guys that I talk to is like, if it's my time, it's my time. I'm not going to dress like an idiot. I'm wearing a brain bucket. Yeah, I won't wear a brain bucket because I'm going to get there. And if I don't, well, then I'm going to meet Jesus. All right. No, you're not. You're not going to heaven. Your shirt even says hell on it. <laughs> anyway, are you ready? I got yeah, two. I, I, got okay, two oh, two, I don't two. really have any death and dismemberment today. Okay. So I'm not let's too go to, Let's go to Toledo first. Mild. Yes, very much. A couple of these. So this is a couple of forklift drivers. I don't know if they're racing or what's happening, but you got to watch the whole thing. Okay. Good soundtrack. Yeah. Oh, oh, that guy just drove it. Oh, he drove it off the edge of a And then he knocked out his buddy. And there's a guy standing there, and he rolled the The forklift. Hey. So, uh, dude, get up. Tua Tonga Vailoa gets up here. (laughs) Oh, he's concussed heavily. And he starts to stagger Bro. around. And I'm all, I'm all good. I'm, oh, oh no, I'm he's down. down again. Oh, poor bastard. All right. And then uh, somebody sent this one in asking about Brady's uh, workout. <laughs> yeah. This is for women's empowerment. This guy dressed as Sam Smith as a woman. gets after him. Just one uh, best female dancer of the year. Wow. Sexy trans Brady isn't bad. It's going to take the place of Eric Hard Times Marino <laughs> at the Suns right, game. The game. <laughs> Does look like you, though. I posted one of those <laughs> one time. You um, did? I said, oh, yeah, I just worked on a routine. Oh, yeah. One of the people Everyone, believe it. Oh, yeah. They would believe this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they would. That's close enough, Brady. I've never seen you I almost in uh, Brady and heels. One, but I, yeah. I've never seen you in uh, boots that go up to your knees and heels, but if I did, that's exactly what it would have looked like. 
Maybe I'll chat. I'll duel him. All right, dance Wait. off. Now yeah, this one, this should. one came up as uh, get this, your panties on. This reminded you of that. St- this reminded them of the story that from you in high school. Okay, when you uh, brought the flowers to that chick and she oh, showed yeah. up with some dude. No, he was on up the on roof the or roof. something. They were yeah. sitting on the roof together. So this reminds them of you. Okay. He's singing to a woman. Oh, he's serenading his girl. She's on the other side of the... Oh, here comes a... There's a guy in the house. He just kind of poked his head out. Oh, a caballero has entered. And he hugged the girl. And now the singer is sobbing. (laughs) And he keeps the mic up. Walk away. Oh, I wish I spoke this language. (laughs) Shortly after that, the cartel took care of all of us. His pal's there with him. Play that again. Yeah, his buddy keeps the music going. The guy, he's got a real show-must-go-on mentality here. Oh, who's the... Yellow is ice, isn't it? Oh, it's just, I love you, I love you, please come back to me. And then some... Gaucho comes out of the house and he immediately begins man crying. I mean, how are you crying so hard so fast? Uh, but he's got to finish. He still might win her over. Uh, his buddy's kind of laughing like, I told you. Bro, I told you she was a whore. No, I think it'll work. We need to go over to her house and sing to her and I will win her back. How in, how in the world did he go from... That's the Ferrari of crying. He went zero to 60 in under two seconds. I want to watch it again. Well, and she even tries to tell him to cut it out. Yeah. Like, look. Did she? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 like, no, no. yeah she does the throat thing. Yeah. Like, stop. There's a cowboy in here. Who's this guy? And that dude has the guts to come out and just give her a hug from she behind. Doesn't, she doesn't she leans in. <laughs> it gets better the more you watch it. <laughs> and it just won't stop. Just go home. Have some pride. It's the intervention guy. And that would have been me. That would have been me. Yeah. Mine would have been, uh, you know, like that whole, in your eyes, the light oh, no. your, who's the guy on the roof? Damn, complete, who's the guy on the roof? See <laughs> <laughs> the doorway, with those churches, who's the guy on the roof? He's my boyfriend from an hour ago. In your eyes, why, why? Hilarious. Tough day. And oh, this that, one, he, but they kept the mic to it, like. <laughs> Gotta finish. I practiced for so long. <laughs> I'm not going to let this moment pass. I'm going to Hollywood Dog. Hurry up, Vincent Fernandez. <laughs> Let's go. All right. This one, uh, the animal gets uh, gets its revenge. You can even crawl through its legs. This lady is crawling this through a horse's legs. Set up, then good luck oh. to the She got in between the back legs of a horse, and he's going to dump on her, and he does. Oh. Yes! Oh. Wow. Yes. Not a little bit either. Peekaboo! That's oddly enough the same Australian woman who's having her patio furniture thrown up on regular. Oh, that's good stuff. <laughs> Classy bogan. Oh, nice. That's it? Uh, no, no, no. Oh, you're going to kill somebody. No, no, no. Okay. I mean, I, just a little bit of death and dismay. He's bringing the wacky today. Yeah. <laughs> you bit. really are kind of sagging this moment. This is nice. <laughs> Uh-oh. A bull and a guy in a cage. Yeah, thinks he's safe here and... Oh, he's got one of them bull safety cages. He's reaching out. He's in a red shirt, which I think is bad safety around bulls. Cage. 
Oh, there is another white bar there. Yeah. Oh, oh, the oh, bull's oh, coming oh, through. Oh, oh the bull oh, has oh, broken oh, the cage. Oh, he's now oh, in the cage oh, with oh, the guy. And now you're stuck. And he is he's in a cage with a bull. Oh my god, oh, this is like a female prison. Wow. <laughs> oh, and they're trying to push the cage back so the guy can bust through and that oh the bull. The guy doesn't fit through the cage, but no, the bull does. The oh, 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 oh now he does. Shot to the face. Little bull uppercut from the bull's horn. Is that some blood? Nice. Yeah, that's gonna happen when you get gored. Yeah, I think we're going to take a look at the bull cage again, yeah. redesign. <laughs> I think maybe we should make them stronger than the bull next time. <laughs> oh, more. Then, that's a parachutist. Well, oh, no. my oh, God. What? Oh, what? You got to watch that? it. Watch the shadow. Parachute. Guy. Car come off the freeway. Oh, no, that was a car flying yeah, through the airport. Wait a minute. What? What? Yeah, it was watch a this. flyover a with the car. car. fell off one of those flyovers. It looks like. Oh, it does look like oh, a oh, Wow. It does look like a parachute. I thought wow. it was the shadow of a parachute. It's the shadow of a Honda. Holy smokes. Man. All right, one more time. Here it comes. Yeah, it just floats right <laughs> off. Of, oh, it's like coming wow. off the... Wow. Off the overpass. Yeah. And that sign almost hit that chick, yeah. too. Yeah, he almost What's walked she into the walking sign? around on the on She's just dicking around on her phone and... Holy crap, man. She had no idea. So, no. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So the flyover... Like the 202 over the 51. Yeah. Or the, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then last but not least. Uh, there we go. That's it's not, a meatball. It's not too bad. It's a cement truck. Italian decorating. It's a big glass window looking at a car dealership, I think. And here comes a bus. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> And now unload the cement. <laughs> so a cement truck had a little... She's fine. She's yeah. okay. She made it. Little wow. Daihatsu gets crammed between a bus and the back of a cement truck. And because she's hot, I think uh-huh. she lived. I Like, <laughs> an ugly woman would have died in this. I don't know how she skinnied her way through this. Gotta be honest, I'm nervous every time I'm behind a dump truck or something like that. Oh, they had accordions the whole car except wow. the driver's seat. It's amazing she's still alive. And then they just show her sitting there. They took her in the hospital uh, with the car still. Oh, they yeah, she's, that's part of her now. Safety. Look at that. Man, I know there's a lot of health ramifications from being overweight, but uh, there's I think one. the right there is yep. the, the reason to be skinny forever. And that'll do it. Holy cow. I told you I was mild. Yeah, man. you were really mild today. We I do appreciate have uh, one comment okay. from somebody who apparently knows the story. Of? So, so I got to ask. Oh. Is it worse when Brady slaughters a story that you know yes. and know how bad he's messing it up? Mm-hmm. Or if he doesn't know WTF he is talking about and he tries to get out of it? Which is worse? Because this Hillary story is so wrong. <laughs> I know it. I'm yelling at my radio trying to get him to move on. Yeah, it's, it's hard for all yeah. of us. But I've learned from doctors and professionals to when this happens, let him, work through let him exercise the brain. He's going to figure it out. His file cabinet's tipped over, and he's searching he's for words. He's to write it. Someone so, spilled the files. And he might find it. He also might say things that don't make any sense. <laughs> but you just have to go, you know what? Pop Pop's trying, and that's all that matters. So that's a great analogy. Yeah. This Hillary file over yeah, here. Yeah, oh, you got your Hillary filing cabinet, file and they fell here. down together, and Brady's... Trying to put them back in the Chocolate right file. And peanut butter. Sometimes, yeah, he's sometimes going to put the Hillary file in the Joe Biden file. <laughs> Here's a guy who's got a lot of files laying around. Got the Hillary file over here and the Joe file over here, and you got them right there now. Alphabetically, they're not too far apart, but still, they look like two old blonde ladies, and they get their all mixed up. So close, John. So yeah. close. I'd like bam. to apologize there to you Dr. Go. Jill. Yeah, Dr. Jill, for calling her Hillary. She's yeah. Most women. Yeah. It's Women's Empowerment Month. You call me Hillary Clinton. I'm pretty sorry. Nice. You know what my favorite thing about Women's Empowering Month is right now? Donald Glover. 
uh, he is uh, saying that uh, that awful um, Lena Dunham should be canceled. Now, I'm against cancel culture. He did say that? But when it comes to Lena Dunham, anything that she's done that can get her canceled, I'm for. Yeah, she evidently used to toss the N-word around the set of girls quite a bit. And he came out with that a couple days ago. Like, she was free with the N-word. I'm like, oh, we that's should cancel. Brave. We that's should cancel. Brave. Yeah, that's very brave. She's, we should cancel that immediately so she doesn't have another show where she decides to show us that body of hers. Or she feels empowered on Instagram to be in a bikini and say, look. Well, no. It's horrible. Anyway, there you go. Hillary, Jill, great job yesterday. Brady, you're working on it. Toledo, I didn't hear your reactions today, but if they were the same as mine, I apologize to Janelle. After yourself, Jenna, that's my reaction from now on. <laughs> Janelle. Man, what a dick. Yeah. We have to go back and listen to the reactions and see if Toledo did a mimic. I don't hear it because I'm too busy actually reacting. Uh, me too. I don't know about that. It sounds like you're just... Right, because I'm a... You're just eyeballing. I hear it. It makes Ooh, me almost, sick. Almost dropped nuts. it. Yeah. <laughs> almost dropped an F-bomb there. <laughs> You can punch her later. I hope she shows up in an event. I want to see you two in the same room. There you go, everybody. That is your Brady Report. And there it goes. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Uh, Matthew Broussard is here. He's at the Tempe Improv tonight and tomorrow and Saturday. And then Sunday you're going over to CB Live at Desert Ridge. And uh, I, I liked when he came in because he said, unforgettable. And you oh, wonder, yeah. right? the best phrase ever is like, I've been here? <laughs> like this moment, Why like, does this feel familiar? <laughs> you, you weren't sure if you were here before. No, I, I don't know if I was Which here. Which means before. we left no impression on you. I don't. That's on us. I, it is. Yeah, that's our fault. We're this, sorry. It's. I still don't think I, I think you're gaslighting me. <laughs> you think we're just we're just making you feel like you may have yeah. been here, and that you're making us feel terrible for not remembering. Right. I don't know how that's gaslighting. You should have remembered, but you don't. I guess I and that's my fault. Your action is telling you. You've done nothing wrong. It's my fault. Okay. It's we'll not be memorable. This time, guys. <laughs> we'll try. Matthew Broussard, okay. uh, at Tempe and Province CB Live Desert Ridge. We were talking off the air about uh, the well because we talked about Lena Dunham nude. You said that I like I was mistaken. I just saw this and I get excited about it. Now you've ruined it. Yeah. You put a wet blanket over it. Uh, Donald Glover was making a joke that she that Lena Dunham said the N word on yes. a set of girls. So yeah. it's it's that all changes that. Story. It's all been and we wanted to believe it. Whoa, that was I the ever. thing. Everyone heard that. They're like, oh, I hope that's true. Yeah. Was like, no, I was just joking. <laughs> I do, and he's done like that twice this week. He got an award uh, that's named after Herb Sargent, who created parts of Saturday Night Live, and, mm. including Weekend Update. And he said uh, um, he started Chevy Chase's career on Weekend Update. And Donald Glover's speech was Herb Sargent uh, once said, uh, once called Chevy Chase a genius, and Chevy Chase once called me. Well, we both know what he said. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, oh, that's that a great part job. is real. That's I'm guessing very yeah. real. Yeah. yeah, that's very real. But Lena Dunham was popping zits on her. Uh, pubic region on the show girls which is like doesn't to me that's bad writing i think we really? could, uh, yeah i think oh, i find that so intimate and see, real now i think i think it's very intimate and real to mention it i don't need to actually watch that. oh they show it oh she's in the she's digging around it can you see like the actual or you can just no see the hand motion that would have been oh, yeah you just know what she's what up a to. tease yeah nothing exactly. hits the mirror or something i was <laughs> yeah now i gotta google that on Pornhub to see if i can get the finish right <laughs> I was an early Dr. Pimple Popper fan. Oh, I remember when it was a subreddit with like a couple hundred people oh. and then it became mainstream. I like I learned I like I thought I was this weird person. It's probably how like like a gay kid feels in Alabama. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, I'm a weirdo, I'm alone, and you find a community of people in San Francisco. You're like, see, we're all this is normal. 
We all found each other on the kid? internet. You know my favorite part of that was? Before you said gay kid, you you looked around the room real quick to make sure this, this wasn't going to piss anyone like, off. This is Phoenix. I don't know which way it's going to piss people off. <laughs> you stopped and went, not him. M- maybe that one. Uh, no, I, don't, I can say it. Yeah, we're safe. Yeah, so you said you had a black head in that region. Yes, I was. Of your body. I was 22 years old. It must have been 2010. And I thought it was a mole. Oh. And I, or I thought it was a scab and I was scraping it. I had to, hard oh. to describe this. The size of it, what would you describe that size? That that it's a millimeter? I would say it's it's three or four millimeters. Okay, I don't so know. So rather big, and it was just a black spot. Oh. And I squeezed it, and oh. it came out like toothpaste, and it just oh. kept coming. And it was oh. that thickness oh, uniformly. And it just kept coming, and it was so dry. And nothing has ever topped that. I have to ask Pull you, up the what did it cattle? taste like? Because <laughs> you didn't go to that length and not give that a run. Oh, here's a really gross thing. Uh, I get, so I have had a, a pseudo viral post on, uh, the, the popping subreddit because I get this thing called Peely Multi Gemini, which means my hair come in, it's like five hairs per follicle. And if I shave it wrong, they don't break the surface and it swells up. Oh, it's a little different. Okay. So it is an ingrown hair technically, but it'll yeah. swell. I have one right now. It'll get to almost the size of a pea under my skin, typically along my jawline. And every now and then I'll squeeze it, and it'll Shoots burst up. through. It'll shoot through, root and all. I've used, I used to have those on yeah. the back of my. Uh, I don't get them anymore. But I, like, oh, when I was like you 20. found a way to shave. Yeah, I started getting yeah. the twenty five. Yeah, and it squeezes through, and it's it. It looks like one hair, but it's five hairs clumped together, jet black. Like a baby. It's they're they're long. It's about it's I don't know. It's a okay, centimeter long on the extreme end. Um, and it's the thickness of mechanical pencil lead. Oh, and dark oh, and man. black and straight, and it just bursts out. And it's the best feeling. Okay, in the world. so I've you ever had... tried to grow it out. Remember, like yeah, would be like first oh, really bad. Oh. But I'll look around for them because I can spot them. They look like a small black dot just below the surface, and if I can get them with a tweezer, oh. they come out really nice. You know, that's not sheath and all. Oh, <laughs> oh! I used to. Get... And I want to put those in my mouth real yeah, bad. You got to eat, eat it. You got to eat it. I want to eat it. Is I... it weird that I want to eat? No, it? I'm, we're, we're brothers of the same ilk. I'm in on this. I used to get these. It's different, but I used to get like what it felt like that, and it was like something was ingrown, but it didn't come out. Yeah, and it would swell. It would hurt like nobody's business. And I would take a razor and carve it open. Yep. And then squeeze it. Yep. And like a cocktail onion shot. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 It's, That's it's what it the, is? It's the best. Oh, and oh. it feels like somebody just took 20 pounds yeah. off your body. It's yeah. The pain goes away immediately, but you got a big hole in your face. Yeah. And you almost you can put like gauze in it. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Oh. The spelling is, I remember I had one in my neck and I was just riding in an Uber and I was squeezing it. Oh, and God. I just feel a pop and I look down and it's just this like <laughs> little like eel fetus like on my fingertip. Baby. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And you didn't eat it in the Uber? No. What did you do with it? That one was too pussy. But like, did I you do it alone? It? I, I finally got one. I, it popped through and it just stayed. Po- I'll show you a picture okay. later. Oh. Got I video? I can show you the picture. I didn't get a video. I've never gotten a video. Oh. I want to get like good camera equipment because like, if I shave poorly, <laughs> yeah. I do, are you all sponsored by any razor blades? No, you're good. No, no. Okay. This whole culture of three blades, four blades, right. seven yeah. blades, it's not good for your face. No. It's not blades. Co- one blade. I switched. Good. To like I a thought cheap- about going to six blades. I'm not doing <laughs> right. it. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a, a twelve-step yeah. blade program. Yeah, Let no, you're right. It's too much. It's too it's, much for your skin. It just shaves off derma. And then that was the whole like culture of it. Oh. Um, oh, let me see. Ooh, so are you a single blade guy? I switched to single blade. That's what happens when it pops through. It's just a big hole. Oh, let look at that. that. It's like a stalactite. Oh, it just hangs out. Ah. Yeah, it just hangs. That's root and all. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. And it would keep growing. 
would, uh, that would it would die under the oh. surface eventually. So I don't oh, get those curly terrible. hairs that pull out like yeah. like a clown sleeve. <laughs> you know what I mean? Some people get those hairs. You see, I'm like, those aren't as satisfying to me. I want to just pop out and be done. Oh, I'm gonna puke everywhere. I had a cyst on my the small of my back right. about two years ago. It was a live pimple popper because a oh, yeah. a girl that was an esthetician mm-hmm. um, came in and said, "Oh, I can do that." So we're out in the driveway. Classy. She's, Gloves? Did she wear gloves? She didn't glove That's up. Points oh, off. That is points, points off. off. That is hillbilly right there. But uh, when it burst, it sprayed my neighbor's Mercedes. Uh, uh, just, uh, oh, man. Uh, the back of it. And yeah. The best part Cotton is... the crossfire. The strangest, uh, like, socioeconomic story <laughs> ever is that a hillbilly popping a zit in the front yard messed up a Mercedes. That's well, the perfect metaphor it. for class. If right. you don't help poor people... She was good. They, they will squirt great. on our Mercedes. Now, my question, blackheads or oh. whiteheads? What do we prefer? Whiteheads for popping. Uh, blackheads for group grabbing. Okay. So, like, I love those Biore pore strips. Yeah, I They're like. so cool. Those How are about cool. when they do the, uh, like. Full squeeze and it's just. Yeah, and it's like an eel farm yeah. comes up. I can't. Oh, those yeah. are great. Those are, like, blackhead-ish. When yeah. it's dry, are they? I like yeah. the drier ones. Yeah, me too. And my girlfriend, okay, she won't listen to this. She likes the wetter <laughs> ones. I think she likes blackheads too, but I'll save pimples on my back for her to pop. It's. I, I was so happy like when I learned. It's like bubble wrap. I'll see it on my back. I'll be like, I'll save that for later. Because also, Let it I'd drew. rather her pop my back. Because when I pop my back, I don't even get to see it. Yeah. You know, I'll give her that satisfaction. Unless it gives you a shot up into the mirror. Yeah. Those oh, are the, that, those the are ones great. That, the ones that launch. The ones that launch. Oh, oh, those are great. Boy, this is fun. This is fun. <laughs> Matthew Broussard. How in the world does nobody want to go see you now? <laughs> like, well, have we sold every ticket ever to Matthew Maybe Broussard? Maybe someone can come up and pop one. Oh, yeah. At yeah, the end of the show, the you show. allow, if you've got a good one harvested back there, somebody can sell, sell a, a meet and greet. <laughs> a meet and greet. You don't sell CDs and dumb Just stuff like that anymore. Just bacon yeah. oil on my back. Exactly. Stand in the sun a little it's bit. It's a hard job, you know. Yeah. So you got to yeah, really interact with your fans. Yeah. I had. I knew a girl once that popped it on her boyfriend's back yeah and she couldn't stop and she did it once while he had a shirt on she was squeezing like because he had yeah. terrible back acne she's squeezing his shirt was just covered in like little bloody red dots yeah oh. so gross. Those t- do it while i'm brushing my teeth oh you guys are pigs <laughs> and i'm like okay you gotta like get me ready for you can't just like come up and Attack. do it like listen i love this whole sharing this thing but it's just <laughs> annoying when it's ow 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 stop ow oh sonic cares terrible Oh, anyway, yikes. I, you know what's big now, though? And what got me on Pimple Popper was uh, a girl that I think she worked here years ago told me about cow abscess. Yeah, I've seen friends. that. So oh. now have you seen elephant abscesses? Oh, goodness. It's a whole new world. It's it's the graduation of internet from like. Well, I just hope Pimple there's Popper. a Mercedes nearby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, in a way, he called you an elephant right there. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and he's just nodding and he's affirming it. Yes, I Which did. I really enjoyed. No. But the elephant abscess. I, I, n- elephant never forgets, but I do forget an elephant. <laughs> it is a uh, it is a strange thing. Well, yeah, we share some strange uh, uh, commonalities. I can't eat a strawberry because it makes me think of an alcoholic's nose full of blackheads. Yes, it's, you know what that's called? No, a gin blossom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it, like, name you, of the band. Yeah, you pop it. And yeah. all the seeds come out. It's just like oh, a homeless love, guy's nose. I like ripping the seeds out of it. I have a lot of weird. <laughs> Yeah, you have some stuff. Yeah, I have some That's stuff. Some what did you do with the junk in the Uber? You, you're holding a bunch of pus and the, the little grossness that came out of your face, and you just squeezed it until it, it was gone? I, I, I don't know. I just rubbed Let it. Let it dry out. Well, it's just a heroin. It's done. Yeah, but still. 
So it's just floating around in the Uber that I could probably why I have a 4.8 rating and not a five. (laughs) I saw you doing that. (laughs) I think this is one star less. Everything you pop is one guy uh, sat on it afterwards. Oh, that's thumbtack. Watch watch this. Oh, my God. Elephant abscess. Wow, that is is big. That's a double D right there. I don't know what to do. I don't know why I'm so hard, but this is fun to watch. Oh, my God. And they always, yeah, they they always take too long explaining what's about to happen. Get to the popping, man. There's a rule. There's a name of that. Cole's Law or something like that? No. Huh? The stuff that comes out? The rule of the internet. You can always, oh, 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 you can always oh, skip yeah, to look at 54% that. of the video. Oh. Oh, I haven't seen right. this like one yet. I don't know. It's like a Slurpee machine. Yeah. She goes with the scalpel. Here she just she opens that. And then it's just packing her junk everywhere. Here he goes. Oh. Not fibrosed, but the best is like... Squeeze it. Uh, oh, don't do this to me, Brad. I mean, that's a gallon. Look how big that is. Oh, oh, look at it just pouring out. Like you said, like it's toothpaste consistency. The internet is great for this. And this, I think, is the is. only thing Here we go. Oh, here it comes. How? We didn't Watch have out. this as a kid. You Watch out, Mercedes. And then I love, I love that it's someone's job to reach in the hole Digging and in. Oh, break it up. fingering it. Oh. <laughs> Somebody just found tuning in and <laughs> wondering what we're doing. Here it comes. There's the glob. If you just tune in, we're watching a video of an elephant. No further contact. Yeah, that's all you need. It's a wildlife video. We love that stuff. Yeah, this one's a little bit weaker. I don't know. I, I'm skipping the rest. Can I find another one? Yeah, no, you're good. Well, yeah, if you find a good one, Brett, please, by all means. See, this is what poachers should get this and not ivory. <laughs> this is far more humane. Yeah, this would be much Make better. Make that the aphrodisiac. Yes. Spanish <laughs> oh, horn. Yeah. Gross. Uh, so what else is going on in your world outside of popping things? Oh, I am in uh, New York City. I'm I'm traveling a lot. I have boring stuff. I'm, yeah. I'm biking a lot. Yeah, Mountain biking? I'm or, or uh, using city bikes city to get bike. around New York. Why? Because uh, it, it's... there. <laughs> this is so dorky. There's 1,800 stations in New York City. Mm-hmm. And it gives you a map of the ones you've been to. And I'm trying to visit all of them. You're so trying to do 1,800 bike stations yeah, in the entire city. All of the New York stations. How many, what are you up to? Uh, over like 1,200. You've done 1,200 different 1200 spots? stations, yeah. Now do you go to on the bike and then stop and then go to there? Because they're kind of pretty yeah. close together. So yeah, you go don't from block switch block. bikes every time. Yeah, you you dock it and pull it back out. Oh, yeah. okay. And uh, yeah, it helped me kick my Pokemon Go addiction. It's like a video <laughs> game. It turns New York into like Breath of the Wild. It's really fun. Six hundred more. What's your what's your like best experience in this? Did you ever Queens. Been? Queens is the best. Queens one. has been so fun because really? Queens reminds me of like you think New York is so rough and crowded. And yeah. You go to Queens and people have like. A yard, yeah, which is crazy. Parking, you're like, I didn't know you could live like this. Did you go to McDowell's? <laughs> what is Mc- McDowell's no, restaurant? Pretty. Oh, that it's was not real. Crazy. He always thinks of a, if he Central thinks Perk, whatever, yeah, whatever the closest <laughs> restaurant he might know is, <laughs> and that happened to be in uh, coming to America, so it's not there. But yeah, it's because uh, Queens when I was there was horrifying. Yeah, yeah, it's a horrifying place to be. Yeah, now it's like pretty it's, residential. It's and nice cute. now. Everything's bougie. There's Long Island City, which is just a bunch of Queens. What's the bad part of New York now? I don't know. There isn't one anymore? I don't, I don't, I, no. Really? Uh, maybe parts of... No, I don't know if there's a bad part. You're not like, there's no place to be I mean, worried about there's it. Parts, there's parts of Brooklyn you'll go into, but... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Because they made Brooklyn nice now. Brooklyn's nice. Super Queens nice. is nice. No kidding. When did this Bronx happen? is gentrifying. No way. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's all... Everything It's going to happen to you, Phoenix. Is Phoenix... Is, I mean, because like, no, one of the things it's known for is being like affordable and spacious. No, it's not anymore. Not anymore? It's, a, it's not affordable at all anymore. No? You know, it, that happened in the last three years. It's just three years. Crazy. Yeah, it, that was yeah. the joke. It was such an easy, yeah. easy place to find a place if yeah. you're willing to drive. And everything's... 
fairly close together. No, no. no but we're but now we're starting to get it to where we build stuff where think like people are instead of everybody having to go to the same spot. So every little city's got its own little nook. Yes. For the first time, we're brand new. Like, we're really really young town. Yeah, but it's sprawled all over. I love it here. No, you I should stay. Being, yeah, we have over two thousand bike stations. Yeah, really. Oh yeah, I mean you stuff you'd love to do. Yeah, or do people bike in Phoenix? <laughs> oh yeah. Like yeah, crazy, not. In I feel the summer. like people either work out like crazy or not at all in Phoenix. Yeah, well, it depends yeah. on. Uh, well, that's true everywhere, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I just I could see some like really decked out cyclists like yelling oh, yeah. at you and riding on the roads. There's, there's a some lot classy of pelotons. Yeah, out there's there. there's yeah. some. There's oh, this some is a guard. peloton city. Yeah, we're peloton. This yeah. is a peloton. The real ones where we're actually yeah. outside, not in a garage somewhere. But what yeah. what's the deal with like? It's. I feel like what I call Phoenix is actually a bunch of different cities. I'm like, oh, it's Phoenix. Like, it's Tempe. I'm like, yeah, but on a map, that's all. It's a big blob of Phoenix. And the metro area. It's the metro area. Yeah. But y'all it's distinguish. Huge. Like, Houston's just Houston for miles and miles. Yeah. People people 40 miles outside of Houston say they're from Houston. Yeah. Whereas Phoenix. I don't know where we stop. I live in Phoenix. Brady's probably 25 miles from downtown. He's, yeah. You'd still See. tell people you live in Phoenix before you'd say Gilbert. Anybody out of town, yeah. I mean, if you're yeah. in the valley, you're just going to yeah, say you're Phoenix. You're yeah. close. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Where are you from originally? I grew up in uh, Texas and Georgia. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, Corpus okay. Christi. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Highest team cheers. pregnancy rate in the country. <laughs> is that true? That is true. Nice work. <laughs> Since you left or uh, while, while you were there? there. Okay, there, very yeah. nice. Yeah, very, very nice. nice. Yeah. Now, was it highest? I was it's not gone getting down. Any, we got taught so much sex ed, and I thought I was like, we, we, we practiced how to say no to sex. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought I was going to use that skill. <laughs> <laughs> what, did, what did they try to teach you? Like run oh. from it like it's drugs. Yeah, it was it's just never like dare. offered we, to you. We had yeah, you know, uh, we had it was just like dare. We had T-shirts in my middle school. They gave out T-shirts that said "Sex can wait." Really? Mm-hmm. Purity rings. And when did you lose like your virginity? Or? After high school. Oh no, kidding! So it did wait. I did wait. Wow, no, that's a long time. That's a long time. You got that all that hair and like uh, I was I was a shrimpy kid. I yeah, yeah, no excuse for you. Things got better. <laughs> things yeah, you turned into a man. I was a. A uh, watermelon head on a toothpick body until I was about eighteen. Yeah, when did I you had lose no chance? Uh, Seventeen. Seventeen. Uh, yeah, I coaxed her. It was there's probably a lot of things that <laughs> a lot of been. work. Well, there was a ton of work. Yeah, and it just wasn't it for anybody. Yeah, there's nothing that she has like the story she would tell is a life disappointment mm. because she chose to take that for herself with me. With it, it was hers too. Yeah, yeah, we were, yeah. and it was. It, she's. I guarantee you she tells friends like I should have uh. waited or I did. I did it wrong. Man, I can't imagine having lost it in high school. Yeah. High school is like stressful enough. Yeah. How old were you? 17. 17? 16. 16? Yeah. Oh, y'all you beat me. 18. 18. Huh. How about that? Was it worth it? It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good to knock it out. Yeah, get, get it off the table. Jewish get summer that first camp. one out. Yeah. Was it Jewish summer camp? Mm-hmm. Nice. To the only non-Jewish uh, counselor on staff. A counselor? I was a counselor. Oh, you were a counselor, yeah, because you didn't need to be there. You're over yeah. 18. Wow. Yeah. So, and you just uh, you did summer camp sex. Yes. And she, and, camp. and she was a. Uh, was she summer also? Camp, they want you to. No, no. Uh, <laughs> she was a whore. She was four years older than me. Oh right. Yeah, that's cool at that <laughs> Experience. age. Oh yeah. I guess that's the thing here in Phenix with the Cougars, right? Oh yeah. yeah. You got to get the old ladies that yeah. look like they're twenty five. Yeah. Some of them. Yeah, that's impressive. Well, there you go. We're popping stuff. We're banging older ladies. This is <laughs> good. Matthew Broussard. Popping zits. Popping oh, cherries. Yeah. Yeah. But Jewish summer camp, they want you to hook up. Yeah. Like that's the whole point. Of, it's like repopulation. It Jews, is. Jews are very bad at re, like our numbers are shrinking. We're one of the few groups that our numbers are shrinking just because we don't marry. We don't we don't marry Jewish. We don't raise our kids Jewish. Yeah. So Jewish youth programs, birthright. They're like make Jewish babies, like explicitly. They have to. Y- y- they they want you to. They do not look the other way. <laughs> Brad is like, nodding affirmative. We would sneak behind the or we the kids would sneak behind the cabins, like make out with girls. Yeah. 
And we were like, oh, the council's going to catch us. And then when we were counselors, we realized we were standing guard. We were like, don't go back there. That's our boy. <laughs> and then <clears throat> he's making more Jews. And then my Sex Can Wait t-shirt got stolen by my summer camp counselor. I would still wear that shirt. I would still wear Wait, that the shirt. The one you nailed? I would make love in that shirt. Oh, that sounds No, yeah. a different counselor. I would probably masturbate on that shirt a lot. Yeah. And just for the laughs of looking at yep. it going, yep, it can. Go to a strip club and it, whatever. Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. And I've met no other school that gave out those shirts. I thought like every other never school heard was doing it. Yeah, I've it. never heard that. Ever. And it was only worn ironically. Yeah, well, of course. Just like their shirts. Like people would wear the shirt yeah. as a joke. The, even, the, even as middle schoolers were like, that's stupid. All the potheads wore the dare shirts. Yes. All the kids who did the drugs oh, were like, yes. yeah, it's the best way to come, do it. Come to the show if you want some jokes and uh, merchandise about exactly that. <laughs> okay. Uh, selling some illegal t-shirts. So, is that yeah. right? I sell a lot of uh, Chinese copyright infringing <laughs> designs. <laughs> So uh, really, yes. okay. Well, I'm all over that. I love uh, copyright infringement. It's one of my yeah. favorite. Things. Can you give an example or? No. Oh, I'll, I'll just say it. I have shirts. Uh, you know how that there's white text underneath. I have the dare shirts, but yeah. with the white text underneath says "but ironically." So it's dare, <laughs> but ironically. <laughs> That's one of those shirts. That's I perfect. Yeah, yeah. And you you can't get sued by the dare people. Yeah, they won't sue me. They no. won't come after me. Oh, who is gonna? Who's gonna? Right. Yeah, right. Is Nancy Reagan's right. ghost? Is she gonna come floating? <laughs> uh, yeah. And so, are you? Is your girlfriend currently Jewish? No. Oh, what are you doing, man? No, my my brother married a Jewish woman, so the family's that covered. Divorce. Yeah, learned. the family's covered. The gene has been passed down. I have two nieces. Well, I assume he's a lawyer, no. so the divorce was fine. No engineer. Oh wow, they're right. fine. They're fine. They all get along. But yeah, Jewish. The Jewish bloodline has been extended. It, oh, so you've got extra Jews. We got you Jews. feel like you're off. Yeah, the hook. we at least created two more. Right, yeah. and you can do halves. We could do halves. I mean, I would love to raise yeah kids Jewish, but my girlfriend, she's not going to do it. Catholic. He should ask. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Well, she's always German, both would have the same feeling. German Catholic. Yeah, yeah I really good miss luck. This is a combo you should probably look into. Maybe yeah. Google that. Yeah, you just for just on the drive back to the to the hotel, Google what's the worst that can happen. Yeah, you know, German Jew relationship. Does German. she uh, remind you of that regularly? Um, the one upsmanship kind of thing. We do. I do get why Jews and Germans don't get along. <laughs> <laughs> This is because what taught you that? Jews Jews <laughs> complain. We, if you're just tuning in, I'm Jewish. That's right. Uh, this could get really bad. Um, a Jews complain as uh, it's 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 how we communicate. Yes. It's almost polite. It's rude to do anything but complain. You call your Jewish friend and you both complain. Right. And you compete and complain. It, it would be rude to go, yeah, things are nice. Yeah. It would be a really it's tacky thing for a Jew to do. Yeah, where right. Jews are yeah. like, ah, I'm stressed about this and nothing's working out for me. Sure. And Germans don't complain. They try to solve things. Yes. So she hears me complain and tries to present solutions. And I'm like, final solution. Final solution. <laughs> I'll give you a solution. And um, yeah, and and I think she's she. Re- I have to stop complaining because she yeah. wants to fix everything, and I don't want solutions. Yeah. I just want to yeah. fetch or There's, whatever. Yeah, yeah, you just want to be Jewish for I a little bit. Be Jewish. That's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, do you have an attic in your house just in case? If she gets froggy, <laughs> I don't want you to get lost. Uh, and Matthew Broussard is at the Tempe Improv uh, tonight, tomorrow, and Saturday. Also at CB Live at Desert Ridge on Sunday if you want to go see uh, that you'll laugh the entire time. Leave us with words of wisdom, Matthew, please. Uh, drink water. Call your mom. At the same time? Very nice. It's like a ventriloquist. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, have you seen uh, The Shape of Water? Yeah. Yeah. Call her and make that voice. Okay. I will, I will do that. Yeah. Call your mom. That's important. That's a good one because I need to do that. Yeah. My mom. My mom's Jewish and complains mm-hmm. like so much, like to, to a serious problem. And I, I, I hated calling her because all she would do is complain. And now I call her every day and she's run out of things to complain about. Ah. Wow. You tapped it. <laughs> yeah.
Brilliant. I broke her. You I Germaned her. You, <laughs> you Germaned your Jewish mother yes. into submission. What a what a wonderful son. I think that's beautiful. Matthew, thank you, man. It's Matthew Broussard, everybody. It's 98. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. Holmberg's morning sickness. All right. Are you guys ready? Is everyone ready? I'm in. Uh, right. Just come to me last. We're chasing. All right. We'll get. What? Oh, you got to wait. All right. We'll get on it. It doesn't really matter. Just start picking stuff because we got to go, man. It's on you. Yeah. All right. It's time now, everybody. We're going to start chasing just once start again. Clicking boxes. Yeah. <laughs> just start making things happen. We're chasing. Last week's bet on the FanDuel bet uh, as the games continue here. I won a bunch of money betting DeAndre Ayton would hit the first shot of the game against the Bulls the other night. So I recouped. Uh, three months worth of winnings. <laughs> right. That uh, was great. I lost a bunch, so I'm basically dead even for the year. Have any of us, while we've been chasing, gotten more than one out of four? Uh, I think a couple weeks ago I had two. Did you get two? I had two, but that's I've not, I mean, I'm not one. even close. And I got one last week. By the way, uh, in defense of you with that Janelle lady emailing earlier, Justin says, can somebody tell that lady that Women's Empowerment Day ended yesterday? Her, oh, uh, I should have thought of that. Her Justin. helpful input isn't necessary. Toledo is as inoffensive as they come. Writing hate-filled messages about him is akin to getting angry at a glass of skim milk. It's just hack at this point. Toledo's easy to hate. Knock it off, Thanks, Justin. Justin. Yeah, yeah, that's a compliment. Toledo's easy to hate is a great T-shirt. It's hack at this point. I'll just make them up. I'm easy to hate. <laughs> yeah, I'm easy to hate. And just wear them around. And you get a shirt with an arrow that says he's easy to hate. And I'll wear that. <laughs> easy. Uh, we're looking for a chase here. FanDuel's got it all ready to go. Uh, didn't bet last night. The, oh, and by the by, uh, quick sports update. Uh, we were right. Uh, looks like Kevin Durant's out for the season, not oh. for the playoffs. They um, they may be sitting him for the entire regular season. Those ankle sprains when he does what he did. Now, the crazy part is if you watch, he rolled his ankle. It hurts. He got up and started dunking and, and finished his, his walkthrough. But if it's a high ankle sprain, usually it's the next day that gets real bad. Uh, and they're not saying it's an ankle sprain. Ankle sprains don't heal fast, and you don't want the Slim Reaper hobbled because we know what happens to his fragile ass if he's got a little... You want that thing perfect. Don't you want him having a little bit of experience? No, he's got tons of experience. Start? He's been playing for 13 know, years. I mean, he's fine. Not not that kind of experience. No, they looked great with him. That's all we needed. We got a little true. peak. Uh, they can function together, and uh, all the, there's 16 games left. The Suns go 10-6 and six in those 16 games. You're in the playoffs. You're not even looking at seeding at this point. You just want to make sure you're healthy when Kevin comes back. And there, are, there is talk now that Kevin Durant will be out for the regular season, which as a season ticket holder sucks because I was really looking forward to selling a few tickets for a ridiculous amount of money. But that's not going to happen now. Probably. But we were saying it last night. It looks like he's done for at least the regular season. I'd shelf him just in case. I have him be healthy. The guy made three games healthy and then... Those weird stick legs he walks on buckled out from under him for no reason. Oh, they're saying like, fire the uh, well, they, fire the ball boy. There was evidently a, a, a wet spot, right? A, a ball boy that didn't clean something up, and he was removed, according to my according to sources. I have Uh-oh. a couple of sources with the sons. He was asked to go, and why? He was emotional. They couldn't have a kid crying. More puddles out on there while Kevin Durant's laying on the ground because he he didn't mop up a, a spot. Boy, though, you'd think his ankles would be taped up, but I mean, I don't even know if the tape would look like loose socks on the guy. Spindly legs. He's so skinny. Anyway, uh, we're chasing today, so FanDuel's got us going. Anybody uh, betting now has to have a plus 5,000 on their bet. Toledo, I'll go to you first because you seem ready. You said you got a good one. What yep. is your bet to chase since we're all losers so far this year? 
Well, um, I went to golf, first of all, because uh, I don't even know what the – oh, it's the Players' Championship. Sorry. Uh, so I took Scotty Scheffler uh, to win that outright, okay. which is a plus 1,200 bet by itself. Then I took a couple of not-so-much-long-shot bets. I took Knicks on the money line against the Kings tonight okay. and the Ottawa Senators against the Seattle Kraken. And uh, then my fourth bet went Brett's way. I took the uh, World Baseball Classic. Sure bet is Cuba, right? With my other bets not being such long shots, that ends up being a plus 10,173 oh bet. So I get $1,000 on my $10 bet nice. if it hits. So basically, I'm, I'm betting on Scotty Scheffler. Pretty nice. And then the other ones might have a b- good chance of, of getting it. Okay. Uh, Brett, Brady, who's ready? You both look confused. I'm ready. All right, Brady, go. Uh, I've got uh, a four-leg parlay going. Um, That's what we're doing. Yep. Clay Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You know, ever since I mentioned carrying yep. five or six pizzas around, your day's changed. <laughs> All right. You're, you've lost focus. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You want to get to the bet? All Clay right. Thompson. Down plus 25. Screaming you got a four-leg parlay in the game Steph called Curry Let's All Pick a Four-Leg Parlay. 35. Don't get grumpy with me. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Just to quiet down. That's not how it works. Just because you're grouchy doesn't mean you can shout while I'm talking. <laughs> Go ahead and start your bet over again. It's plus 6,817. You're still just talking while I'm giving instruction. Apologize to the rest of the room for your attitude. I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I got Colin Maricara Maricawa. Nobody knows who that is. It's the pizza golfer running the PGA. Yeah, Morikawa. That's it. Okay. And then um, Giannis scoring plus thirty five. It's a plus six thousand eight hundred seventeen. Right. That's pretty good. Brent, how many uh, legs do you have in your four leg parlay? Uh, one, two, oh, four. Okay, yeah, good for four. you. Good All work. Right, good. good guess. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I'm taking the the Bucks on the money line. Okay. Uh, let's see. Cuba with the World Baseball Classic. Taking them on the money line. Copycat. To win it Chanel. all. No, no, no. Just, oh, just, just for the game. Yeah. Uh, Wake Forest College on the money basketball. line. Yeah, which I know right. nothing about. And then Miami, which is plus 1,500. For what? Uh, basketball. To College, beat uh, oh, Toledo. Yeah. Oh, no. College basketball. Oh, yeah. Miami of Ohio. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. To beat Toledo. All right. And uh, that's plus 10,000. It's pretty good. He's got another good one. Yeah. All right. Well done. All right. Mine is uh, because I'm going to the Mullet Center tonight to watch the Coyotes play the Nashville Predators. My buddy uh, Craig is in town and he's like, oh, good tickets. I'm like, all right, let's do this. Uh, Arizona Coyotes will win because I'm there. <laughs> that's happening. Uh, I picked something I didn't know you could do exact goals in the game. In the hockey game? Just guess exactly. Wow. And I think the final score will be 5-3. to three. So Eight goals. Okay, gotcha. That's how that works. Uh, and then I have another one of soccer called Real Sociedad. Sounds like Real Sociopath. Right. Uh, they're playing Rome. I picked them to win. Oh, and Rome's going to kill them. Peter Wright will beat Gerwin Pierce in a game of darts. You like that darts? Yeah, I love darts. 23590 for my $10, wow. but it's uh, 2400 bucks. So that's pretty good for ten bucks. So we're chasing boys. There. We're chasing boys. Did you really put ten dollars on it? Oh no! Yeah, I only did ten. Okay. I, I did. Say your last one. You did I know. 100. I goofed and threw the hundred out of habit. That's my son's first bet. <laughs> you lose five, you win one, you get it all back at least. So how right. much did uh, Aiton pay the other night for getting the first? Uh, was I only made a twenty-five dollar bet on that, and it was six fifty. Nice. Or no, that was the other one. That was another one. Uh, that was the hundred dollars for six hundred. 
And I had another bet on a uh, on the Sixers game the other night. It was Embiid to get the first shot, and he did pretty good. And those paid pretty good. That was a twenty five dollar one for like seven hundred. It was pretty good. I like those first shots of the game bets. FanDuel makes everything better. I would have never watched that game with the 76ers and Timberwolves, but I did. And I won money doing it. It's fun. Uh, FanDuel's available to you right now, and they got all sorts of stuff. The no sweat betting is going on. They've got a $10 bet you can just get so, right away. It's pretty yeah, great. If you go on the app and you just go to the top of the page, you get all yeah. kinds of things. You Tons get of a 50% offers. profit boost right now. Also, a 25% profit boost if you've already got an account. If, you get, if you're new, you get the no sweat same game parlay for TNT Thursday Night Basketball. Yeah, it's great. There's two different ones of those. You can get a 20-point-plus same game parlay that they suggest. they got all kinds of yeah. things going on. Just scroll across the Referral top. Referral bonus, yeah. everything. All you got to do is go to FanDuel. Download the app right now, and you can have more fun with sports than you could have ever imagined, including betting on spring training baseball, which is just a crapshoot. Oh, that's a nightmare and now. Nobody knows who's playing. It's fun. And uh, spring training's right upon us, so you can have some more fun at spring training and uh, maybe walk out of there with a couple bucks in your pocket. Simple stuff. Thanks, FanDuel, for making sports better. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. You know me. I know times. I'm good at it. We're on time, Rich. You're welcome. <laughs> Best as ever been. I'm reading a bunch of stuff about Lamar Jackson, and now I just got my sports brain on. Lamar Jackson's uh, the one thing that will make me happy. Brain on Look, the, the, the Kevin Durant thing's got me spinning a little bit. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking, and then I found happiness in Sad Ravens. Sad Ravens make Johnny happy, and there's a lot of Sad Ravens right now. Lamar's sad. The coaches are sad. The front office is sad. Their fans are sad. It's like living in Baltimore year-round. You're just going to be sad. It's great. Another thing, the Lions might get Lamar Jackson. That's Jeez. huge. That's a weird, but I don't see anybody getting him. He wants too much money. Oh, I love it. That made me feel better about the Kevin Durant thing, which is not going a good direction. Uh, it's time now for the Entertainment Drill. It's brought to you by our friends at ReactDefense.com, the home of Tactical Black Self-Defense. Uh, they got the, uh, the the whole deal going right now. You get everything uh, they can offer as self-defense goes. You want to learn how to defend yourself against a stick, a machete, a knife, a long gun, a pistol, uh, anything you can imagine. They will put you in a scenario to say, here's how you defend yourself from that. And it's amazing. And you learn so much. And a guy just wanting to punch you, like a fisticuffs guy. And what you don't want to find out is some of these dudes in prison – they're constantly training. Prison yards are training grounds for dudes to learn how to fight. And they come out of that thing is the dirtiest UFC fighter you could imagine. So if you get into a pickle with a dude who knows what he's doing with prison fights, woof. These guys know that too, and they teach you how to defend yourself in quick situations. Street fighting is not sport fighting. Sport fighting is awesome. It's a fun thing. I love boxing. I love everything about it. Boxing will do me no good with a dude who wants to roll up and break my legs. No good at all. And they teach you how to get into a, a, a fight with somebody when it becomes wildly inevitable that this person is out to hurt you and help defend yourself to the best of your ability. And you are able. That's the thing you learn first. You are able. No matter what shape you're in, no matter how you feel, no matter your age, you are able to take care of yourself. And uh, man, oh man, they teach you that mighty fast. You're going to have a blast doing it too. Uh, check it out, reactdefense.com. It is the home of tactical black self-defense training. Phoenix, Glendale. And Chandler, they got you surrounded. Head on over to reactdefense.com. Brady, entertain me. Joe Rogan opened up his uh, Austin, Texas comedy club, comedy mothership yesterday. And uh, Roseanne Barr and Ron White were the first performers. It's basically an anti-cancel culture comedy club. 
he opened up by saying, um, you can't fire me from my own club, bitch. It's true. Smart. Yep. But society can still attack you if somebody breaks out a camera. He can yep. keep his club all day. It's like I Gillies. I think they'll, be, uh, but... they'll probably be bagging the phones and stuff. Oh, they, yeah, they better. And you'll still get, we snuck our phone into Bruno Mars. It's not hard when they bag up the phones to break those out. Of course, your friend Billy sliced his finger open like O.J. Simpson. It was, yeah. <laughs> it was like a massive <laughs> cut. But you can get your phone out of that bag. I've got video of my Bruno Mars concert that you're not, and it's him singing the thing. We got your phones. He sings a song about how he got your phones and I filmed it. Like, no, you don't. And then I wasn't trying to be a jerk. It was just fun to open that bag. Tom Cruise might still realize his dream of shooting a movie in outer space, but he won't be the first person to do it. The Russians beat him to it. Didn't Neil Armstrong win this? (laughs) No, this is uh, an actual. Alex uh, Jones thinks so. That was on a set. Well, yeah, that, that Tom Cruise might actually go into space. I don't think Neil Armstrong was ever actually there. Space exists. Alex. We're in it right now, dumbass. Oh, okay. The trailer for The Challenge, a movie they made on the International Space Station in 2021. It's about a surgeon who has to perform heart surgery on a cosmonaut in orbit because he can't return to Earth for treatment. The surgeon is played by this Russian actress. Huh. Her patient is an actual Russian cosmonaut. I think, yeah, we got loads of The actress and her director underwent rigorous training before they blasted off to the space Mm. station. Okay. Took 12 days to shoot. I feel like we've got movies from space already. Just not like stories. Paul Mooney, the great Paul Mooney, philosopher, not comedian, philosopher, completely. Used to have a great joke. He's like, white people are always trying to go where they're already at. White people trying to get up into space. You're already there, (laughs) motherfucker. Someone posted some cringe-worthy uh, posts during the pandemic that celebrities put up there, like Vanessa Hudgens. Oh, they're getting them. Retroactive posts. She said um, nonchalantly, yeah, people are going to die. She was right. Why yep. is that nonchalant? It's an act of Just cringe wor- cringe-worthy. It's always cringe-worthy when you say people are going to yeah. die. Bette Midler saluted housekeepers around the world for keeping their families alive. Because, you know, we all have oh, housekeepers. cleaning. Yeah. That's cringeworthy only in that if you're a dick and don't realize Bette Midler's made a ton of money and probably has somebody to do the cleaning. Like you would if you had enough money. The first thing you cut out when you've got enough money is random household chores. Madonna, and you know what? The poor people should be happy about that because they're the ones that get hired to do the work. Madonna on their quest to be rich enough to have maids. Oh, it drives me nuts. Madonna posted a video of herself in a bathtub with rose petals called COVID-19, the Great Equalizer. I, I, I'm, it's cringeworthy every time she's naked in a tub. So that COVID or otherwise, I don't want to see Madonna laying around naked. But the swelling's gone down, John. Oh, not mine. No, Some mine of us. Did. Mine's, yeah. Well, I mine, guess my I swelling <laughs> really went <laughs> down. Yeah, not in my swelling. You got an innie. <laughs> That's yeah, true. I haven't seen the photo since the swelling has gone down. I, I haven't seen her since. Yeah, well, no, she did post a picture after she said her plastic surgery from the Grammys made her puffy. And she goes, look at me now. I look cute. She's dating a 29-year-old boxer right now. I forgot his name. But she's 64 and he's 29. And she's standing behind him. And it is, this dude is shredded. Like, he is a he is an incredible shape. And she's standing behind him going, this is my new uh, romantic fling. And this dude looks like he's being held hostage by <laughs> Granny from the Beverly Hillbillies. It is just gross. 
some of us have been pr- pronouncing the tenth Fast and Furious title wrong. Sucky, I'm saying that wrong. It's fast Ten, mm. not Fast X. Fasten, and that's the uh, director's pun in a yeah. way. Fast Ten, your seat belts. Right, what there would saying. be two tens. <sighs> You're an idiot. Who cares? Fast Ten. That's two words. People are Fasten idiots. is like yeah. Well, anybody who goes to see Fast yeah. and Furious Ten is an idiot. Take it back. Are you going to go see it? No. Have you seen the first nine? Come on, you're no. nine. In. Oh, you got to catch up. I do have to catch up. I've seen probably. So much of the story is missing. Yeah, you've got it. If you miss one, you're lost forever. It's like a Harry Potter series. I did like the first one, though. First one's great. Oh, yeah. first one was That's fun. why they made nine more, because yeah. we dummied up and bought the first one. And of course, you're going to go to the second. Like, first one's surprised. Second one's not good. Third one's not even related to the other ones. Tokyo Drift. Oh, Laughed man. a lot at that one. The dramatic drifting. He wants you to see the movie, is what he's saying. It's very fast. They got subtitles in that. That's right, Vin. It's a, you made a lot of money. It's the number one franchise ever. Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey have a podcast, The Office Ladies. Mm-hmm. Steve Carell was on there yesterday. And they were talking about after nine seasons doing The Office, when they would do other projects, they all kept looking at the camera at one time or another just from, from doing The Office so much. Oh. In other words, they'd get out of character break and, break and look wall. right into right. the camera. Part of their acting. Yesterday he said Nick Cannon was going to do that show where he's finding the next baby mama. That was a prank oh. because he's promoting he and uh, Kevin Hart's Celebrity Prank Wars. It'll premiere on April 6th on E. Which used to be called Ponked. Oh, it's been done yeah. right, a million times. Not going to top Eric Andre or anything like that. If you're doing it for a suggested audience, I think those pranks are going to be telegraphed. Eric Andre? Yeah. What, what did he do? Oh, have you seen some of his pranks? No. He goes all in. Oh, does he? Yeah. Why doesn't he have a show? He does. It's, oh. uh, like, he's got a huge following on it. I, I know he's got YouTube an Instagram and that, thing. So. And I thought it was yeah. just because of his hair and because he banged Emily Ratajkowski. Well, that's new, though, right? Emirat. <laughs> Billy Squire has released his first rock song. Finally. Since 1993. <laughs> <sighs> I can Uh-oh. sleep tonight. Tell him what it's about, Brady. Well, <laughs> Billy says the Roe v. Wade ruling that hit him like a ton of bricks. Yeah. It's called Harder on a Woman. He's a little late on, late on that, isn't he? He said no, it was a, he had a Neil Young moment yeah. where he felt like he had to do something. So he came up with this Billy, Billy Squire's trying to sway the Supreme Court back. Uh, he's, he's the man just work. to do oh, it. What feminine group didn't go? Call Billy Squire immediately. He'll fix this. Got to sing the stroke. <laughs> Yeah, Neil Young song. His, may, his, his music makes me want to kill babies. It's, it's true. Yeah, I don't want kids to come into an earth where he's singing. I'd rather see him twinking around and rock me tonight again. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> 30 years. I want to see the video to this where he's in like a doctor's thing and he's dancing around that rock me tonight. Yes. It's a good woman in stirrups. About ready to get that, and there's Sprite and Graham Crackers in the back. She don't wanna cry, she don't wanna listen to the lies. 
How old is Billy Squire? Like 140? Has Something right there? What's the over-under on that? 112? Uh, under. It's under. <laughs> Not much. I don't Do th- I know, think Brady? it's close. I'll look it up right now. I think he's closer to 140 than you think. 140 is the baseline? That's what I'm at? guessing. I'll say 64. Yeah. He's only 64 strokes. 64 for Brett. Uh, uh, he's got to be in the 70s. Got to be in the 70s. No way. He's 72. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, because 64, I mean, he, that would have made him like in his teens when Rock Me Tonight happened. I remember, that's 40 years ago. And that well, dude was been around for a little bit. a couple bit. months away from 73. Yeah, he's, and he probably looks horrible for 73. Billy Squire's going to fix abortion. Um, you're not wrong. Yeah, he does not. He looks terrible for... <laughs> he looks like stuff people put on their porch at Halloween. <laughs> if you could... That's where I saw him. <laughs> yeah, that makes kids run from your house. That one's not so bad, but that has to be 20 years ago. Yeah, that one's... That little, top one is the most recent. The most and, recent oh, my think, Lord. Yep. It's a turtle without a shell. And that's on... That's his website pick. That's his, that's his, that's the best one. Yeah, because he that. watermarked it with his, with his <laughs> He pointed to that picture and said, there's there's me, that's use me. that one. He should have made a song for the Schwartz Eye Center, man, because <laughs> he obviously can't see what he's putting up there. <laughs> wow. There's another one from his website. Man, oh man. Yikes. I We're guess, all going to be there, aren't we? No, I'm not. I'm not. If I looked <laughs> in the mirror and saw that, I'd kill myself that day. This is what I've turned into? Why am I hanging on? I'm going to write a song about having my stroke. Wow. Stroke me. Stroke me. Stroke no, me. now. Stroke. Comma me. I know if I make 72, I won't look like that. No, you won't. <laughs> you will not have that issue. Is that 14 years? Unless, somehow miraculously, you get some sort of longevity aids. <laughs> yeah, that thins you out, makes you look crazy, but you still manage to last a long time with oh, all the symptoms. Man. Yeah, I got the longevity. I got the age that force life. <laughs> you don't die from it; it green miles you. Dog tired, boss. Yeah, I don't think that'll be your look. I could very easily turn into that Billy Squire. I'll stop shaving my head. I'll get that weird hard gray hay hair that comes out where it still grows. I'm not too far off from that. You know, that's crazy. That's when you finally like, get that hair piece in. You're one Kirby lifetime away from being his age. Crazy. <laughs> it's nuts, <laughs> isn't it, when you start doing that to yourself? I'll be, 60, I'll be 64. I'll be Paul McCartney's I should be dead age. <laughs> Yikes. Anyway, what are you going to do? Uh, we run a tight ship around here. Larry McFeely's coming up next. He does the same thing. I almost said something terrible, not realizing what I was about to say. With Larry, the trains run on time, I was going to say. (laughs) (laughs) But I caught myself and didn't say it. Uh, It's good good that you didn't say it. Good final day. Because that's a saying people say. And then I realized I was saying it about Larry. Anyway, that's it. We're done. You guys have yourselves a great Thursday. We'll see you tomorrow right here in the morning saying so long. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.